please enjoy the music while your party's being reached. Okay, we're recording, we're live. Heather, hey. Oh my god, hey Dan, hey everybody, this is a hybrid episode of sorts. Uh huh. What are we calling it? Dial Summit? Sure. Dial Bimbo? Sure. Uh, yeah, those are the only two options. Dan, I mean, I'd love to keep Bimbo Dan is not. It's a little like insulting, actually. (laughs) Actually, so we we wouldn't want to do that to you in the public sphere, especially (laughs) on a free episode. But I feel like the last like year and a half of potting has kind of led up to this moment where we're in New York in the same apartment. We finally we met for the first time. Uh huh. But days ago. On Friday and today's Sunday. Today's Sunday. Um, I haven't been to New York in like over ten years, and mm-hmm. part of the reason I came here was to hang out with you. Period. Because uh, you know now I have I have friends here, including you. So. We had a cute day on Friday. We did. We went to the house of Noguchi. We went to the house of Noguchi. (laughs) I haven't seen the house of Gucci yet, but we went to the the house of Noguchi, the museum. Yes. Deep in Queens. How would you describe? It's like a mixed, like, indoor-outdoor, like, sculpture garden. Mm -hmm. Mostly indoor. um, All from the artist Noguchi. Who was a... um, He made furniture... Yeah. And sculptures. Stone. There's stone. I remarked to Dan um, that I don't know much about art, but like, I did enjoy. what is enjoy... this stuff made of? I'm like, actually, let me get the brochure out and check. I was like, it's marble. <laughs> I asked Dan what everything was made out of. And uh, I did, I really appreciated the juxtaposition of, of uh, uh, like, modern shapes modern i don't know what a modern shape is i'm literally turning red smooth <laughs> with the brutalist architecture Thank of the you. housings of the, the building yeah and that's that's how you finished this the thought for me mm-hmm. in the museum as well i thought it was a cute afternoon it was so cute we got pizza went to best pizza mm-hmm. it was fucking amazing what do you think about the pizza because do you even eat pizza in la oh i mean the first of many L.A. versus New York uh, mm-hmm. points here. I kind of get pizza from one place, and it it didn't measure up to that pizza. No, it's not. It's we're not known for it there. Yeah, there's a couple places that are serviceable, but it's not like this at all. But I will say, just slight detour, that one thing that shocked me about the cuisine is how much of a epic burger town it there is here. Like. <laughs> Every fucking restaurant that I've looked up is like, it's New York's best burger. Like, <laughs> it's our, it's it's New York's best boiga. Like I'm like, fuck. You said like, the bacon's different here, right? Oh, the bacon's more epic. It is. Yeah. Well, there's less sriracha here, I think. <laughs> I haven't seen one bottle so yeah, far. I couldn't be happy. I think we kind of like phase that out collectively. Can't stand the stuff. Yeah, enough. In LA, we're still leading with it. People still probably having like those their keychains, their carabiners. Uh, oh god! You the remember little... the little? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. There's not a lot of great pizza in LA, but um, I was gonna say something else about burgers, but it looks like remember. you got one before your 
little theater show. Yeah, I went but like to... in Midtown. It looked like classic kind of dying. Where did you go? Corner Bistro. Oh. Five stars. It looks looks amazing. It was really good. It was one of the best burgers I've ever had. Yeah. I I recommend that place. Have you been? No, I've heard of it though. Okay, it's really good. It's really old school. Yeah. There's a raging debate about it because it's gotten like best burger. I swear every restaurant I've been to is like the best (laughs) burger. It's a burger town, yeah. It's it's a big burger town, but um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of controversy because... uh, uh, I think I think it's Eater, the website Eater, like declared the best burger in New York, Shake Shack, Ooh. and everybody fucking no, 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 raised no. hell. And so it, this was a couple years ago, and now it, uh, the debate rages on. And I guess this burger at Corner Bistro got famously unseated, I think, by Shake Shack. Oh damn, that's mm, you can't have a chain unseating like a restaurant uh, yeah uh, a fucking uh, piece of history but <coughs> but yeah so there's a lot of drama about it i was mm-hmm. i have i found it really hard to eat like intuitively here like because i mean i woke up kind of blacked out last night didn't drink a drop but i've been so tired here <laughs> it's exhausting from, from walking here. i'm walking here yeah. you know and i I was on the computer late at night, woke up in the search bar, deeply misspelled. <laughs> it just said, NY Diners Ranked. Because <laughs> I'm just like trying to go to the best place uh-huh. for every single meal, which is like, it's really not how you should do it. You should feel it out. Let you, the city speak to you. You know where you could go, which is actually very close, not to like docks or location, but Tom's Diner. Does this come up on your searches at all, Tom's no. Diner? Literally where the song Tom's Diner was written. Oh, oh really? The I atmosphere, the food is like literally fine and like diner, it's it's nicer than like the diner by me in Greenpoint, but it's like totally acceptable food. It's like covered in like fake flowers and shit and it's like, you know, that's where the song was written. They have like the, I think they have like the page of her notebook. I can't remember the singer. What's her name? Suzanne do, Vega. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it was written there. However long Fucking ago. incredible. You could literally walk there in like five minutes. I'm going to go there tomorrow. Like three minutes. It's truly like one block away. It's on the <laughs> Washington Avenue. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, okay. I'll go. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Don't go on a weekend, which I guess we've already made it through the weekend, but like mm-hmm. weekday, truly go to Tom's Diner. Oh my God. You have to go to Tom's Diner. I'm going. It's amazing. Maybe you can come with me. Maybe a little solarium on the side. Maybe I could. Yeah. So cute. That, that sounds incredible. It's I'm so cute. That's the diner you need to, you need to go to. Yeah, see, this is what I mean. Like, I need, I need personal wrecks. I don't be put, yeah. putting no diners ranked into the into the, the vast abyss of the internet yeah, and the seeing what Zagat comes back. Yeah, the Zagat How do you even say that? I mean, oh, I, I'm. I mean, it sounds a little. I'm a little. I'm yeah. a little afraid. Yeah, you don't to have say a few drinks way. and say Zagat out loud. No, I'm not. Not on a free episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you walked from. We're in Prospect Heights. Yes, let's just fucking let's put start, it out I, there. We haven't. T- we like. I basically showed up the apartment just now and like, just I like. I want to know about the day and I set up the computer, the microphone. Mm-hmm. And I've been holding back all day telling you what I did because it was a whole ass move. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so today I walked from where I'm staying in like the middle of Brooklyn to um, the Tenement Museum. And then to Union, all the way to Union Square. 
It's a big walk. And which bridge did you go over? The Williamsburg Bridge. Period. I heard that was the best one. It's a good one to walk. Yeah, less tourists. Yeah, it was pretty desolate. It was very like kind of my oh god, embarrassing maybe, but my favorite New York pop culture reference is that movie The Warriors. Like yeah. that's like what I want New York to feel like for me. And it's very that. It's just like this graffiti pink yeah. bridge. It, it felt timeless in did, this way. Did you feel like your life was a movie? I felt like my life was a movie it, for yeah, sure. It's very life. It's a movie. an incredible experience. And the Tenement Museum was also incredible. I've never been. Okay. Is so, it small? I mean, this is what I'm here to tell you. It's not <laughs> it's not a muse it's not like you go and walk through it. Is it just one room? <laughs> no. So you show up and it worked out perfectly for me because everyone's been recommending this museum, that museum. House of Noguchi, we get that. Um, then there's the Med and the Whitney and all these things. And then the fucking Tenement Museum popped in my head. Just like the word Tenement. And I was like, I think that might be the one. You've been me. mentioning it since before we even got here. Like <laughs> over and over. I'm like, oh my God. Like, can you just do that on your own? Like pop in. And like, if you're in that neighborhood, like I'm not really trying to go there. <laughs> Subtly hinting like, I don't feel like going to the Tenement Museum. So I'm glad you finally got to go. <laughs> and it didn't take an afternoon out of my life. But, uh... <laughs> Well, it's your loss because I, I, I was looking to see if it would, you know, fall into place on my plans. And then when I looked at the map, guess where the fucking bridge lets you ride off? There you go. The old TM. <laughs> so I rolled up doing no research and uh, walked into this, to the gift shop. It's like on the corner. And I was mm -hmm. like, you know, I, again, did no research, didn't look at what it entailed or anything. What do they sell in the gift shop? Uh, apartments? <laughs> Just like pieces of coal and like <laughs> like tattered remains of clothing. Well, uh, so you go in and you like wait in line to buy a tour. And I'm like, where's the museum? Honey, there is no museum. That you have to do a tour? Well, I was like, which one? Uh, there's a list of tours. I'm like, which one starts the soonest? And she's like, oh, it's called the hard times. I was like, <laughs> sign me the fuck up. Couldn't have picked a better one. I buy hard times. I'm still confused as to like, where is it? Cause like every entrance I can see is like, do not enter. And then the bathroom and that's it. Come to find out when it's time for hard times to begin. So all on the block of, of the museum are different historical buildings that they've either restored or like made up and made up to look like they were, but the buildings uh -huh. are um, these original buildings. And so the one that I picked, well, the option for me, which was hard times, was they took us to a building across the street, which uh, it's like basically so scary. It's like an original tenement building, which oh. is which is like dilapidated, and uh, a couple rooms have been reimagined so you're fully exiting the gift shop walking across the street and going to another building banksy style my god you've gone rogue <laughs> like sarah palin my idol exit through the gift shop yeah my and, uh, my only thing about that tenement museum i can't even like, remember who but like i feel like they employ like young gay men like you know like uniqlo what or something there was no gay guys oh shit that was the real hard times then <laughs> 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 There were no gay guys. Uh, the tour guide took us across the street. 
and was like very firm about uh you can't touch the walls like it'll fucking knock the whole shit down (laughs) (laughs) and as soon as we went in somebody did and she like really scolded them which i loved because just of course that's gotta be fun to hear stupid guy she's can you not touch i'm like yes that's the wall love to hear that yeah and yeah so um it was really it was an hour long tight hour she had a fucking tight hour of material and it was it was <laughs> an amazing thing to do because she has uh or the the museum has the stories like loose stories of the people that lived there like the names of the people oh. from from the census from the late 1860s I didn't think they were keeping track What's that? I didn't think they were even like keeping track of that shit. They were. <clears throat> they have the handwritten documents of like um who lived there and it was really fun because we got to look through one apartment and they like set it up the way it looked and whatnot and then the second part was we went back down to the ground floor which is an Mm. old saloon with a bar saloon yeah (laughs) really now we're speaking my language really fun and it's cute (laughs) because you walk through the little kitchen of the saloon and of course it's not original but you know the structure is original but the way they recreated is really funny. And my favorite part was like, there's a pot on the stove with potato, like plush potatoes, like stuffed animal potatoes in it. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, it's oh. <laughs> really fun. And there was, I won't give it away because I really recommend, like there was, there's thrills and chills, twists and turns in the stories of the people that live there that are like, oh, I'll just say it. Give one okay, away. I'm so, not going. So they're been like, here 10 years. I haven't you're gone. not going. Not going. Yeah. <laughs> Neither is, are any of the fucking <laughs> cultureless people listening to this. Yeah. Just kidding. You should go. But no, so this, there's, there's a lot of great tours, but this, on this one, the family, they're like, okay, so based on the census results, uh, results, that's not a contest <laughs> by any means, but the, the census said that this family lived here, like a mother, a father and their kids. And then suddenly the father disappeared from the records and like wasn't on there anymore. And so the way they're weaving the story is he died. Uh, there was like um, testimony from this trial for the mom to get the, get money that she inherited because women didn't have any rights. Anyway, I know that th- none of this makes sense, but basically um, the husband disappeared and everyone thought he was dead. And then in 2009, and so everyone's like, oh my God, we're so sad for this lady. Like her husband disappeared. He probably died like working or who the fuck knows how? And uh, years later, they found records of him, like, in another state. He died in, like, a men's shelter. infirmary. A shelter, yeah. Literally, shelter. Li- yeah. literally a shelter. So he bounced of his own volition. And he he left the whole family behind, and no one knows why. Oh, but, like, damn. they well, all were, like, grieving him. This he's is like, all... my apartment sucks, and I hate my kids. I'm out of here. That's pretty much the long and short of it. Yeah. That's how they described it. 2009 wait so was he like 150 years old no like in 2009 they found the records okay <laughs> he's still alive <laughs> i thought maybe they just like dressed him up as a kid and did some kind of like inheritance scheme <laughs> you know stranger things have happened yeah right yeah i mean it, i didn't know the reveal was coming so it was quite <laughs> the whole the whole uh the whole group we all gasped and it was really fun and then it was over <laughs> And then, yeah, I walked, my friend uh, took me around and showed me all this shit and I'm fucking tired, but I'm also, 
I'm really revved up because it was so fun. I love it here. It's amazing. It is amazing. And you're visiting when it's like, actually, it's just started to get like cold, cold. Where you got to put a scarf on. You got to layer up. I don't like that part, but I will end the the timeless debate right now that New York is better than LA. Like, point blank, period. Period, bitch, period. It's, it's not even a question. Right. And I'm not, you know, I love You're LA. You're from LA, too. I'm from there. <coughs> but, uh, it's better here. I get why people that have lived here forever don't want to be here anymore and hate it, but it's it's just better. Yeah, and then you're here for a while, and you're like, oh, well, where else can I go because nowhere is as good? The people are just too hot here to leave. Are you feeling that the people are, like, way hotter in L.A.? No, people aren't hot in L.A. Yeah, but, like, they're kind of, like, wearing, like, pajamas, like, yoga shit. Or they're, like, freakazoids. In L.A.? You just don't see as many people, I think, also. In L.A.? Yeah. I feel I see too many. Okay. I think the style is so bad there. The style's bad. I'm just like, oh, God, I would, I need to change, like, every single thing about this person. Like, I went there in 2015 mm-hmm. once. I stayed in Echo Park. Not a good year for, for us. No, it wasn't. Everything just felt, like, truly fake and random. It is. And I... I, wanted, I, <laughs> I oh, go ahead. I want to this diner that I went to. So I was walking from, like, because I looked on the map. I didn't really get how big L.A. was. Because, I mean, I flew in and I saw it. And I was like, that's insane. This is the whole... Because you fly into New York and it's like, oh, there's, like, the island of Manhattan. Like, you know, it's, like, manageable. But L.A., it's like... The sprawl is insane. Oh, God, All buildings are low. They're kind of new. They're kind of fugly. But so I was walking from, like, Echo Park. I was staying on, like, Echo Park Boulevard and, like, Sunset. Kind of by the lake. Yeah. But a little few blocks north. I know what diner I think you're going to say. So I don't remember the name. But, like, I was walking... I was like, oh, I'll walk to, like, Los Feliz... Is that how you say it? Oh, well, that's another... Los Feliz. That's another debate for another time. The reason say I... say Los, but it's like, if you say Los Angeles, you say Los Feliz. Well, that's why I say Los Fifis, because I don't want to fucking hear <laughs> yeah. it from these people anymore. <laughs> because it's, it's, it's a... Everybody talks about it there. It's so fucking annoying. Every time I go to say it, I have anxiety because someone's going to correct you. I grew up saying Los Feliz. Yeah. Uh, my Mexican family said that too. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting corrected. It's actually Los Feliz. Oh, that's <laughs> so, gotta hurt. So I'm, but, but everybody corrects you, but, but nobody says it the same way. So yeah, Los Fifi is my cure all and everybody fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. loves it. <laughs> so I'm walking on sunset. I'm like, Oh, like the blocks what looks on Google maps in New York are not the same in LA. And I'm like, Oh my God, they're truly... like miles long. Yeah. I'm like, this is what I thought was like, you know, Maybe a mile stroll is like probably like a five to six mile thing. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to make it. So I'm going to, I see a diner. And I'm like, well, I'll stop there. I'll have lunch. Turn my ass around and go back to the you're, apartment. You're not <laughs> I'm not it. making it to Los, Los Feliz. Los, <laughs> Los Feliz? And it just looks like a normal, I don't even know what it looks like. There was no people outside, nothing. I walk in and it's like this Palm Springs, like mid-century modern, like decked out. There was like a line inside. They're like, um, how many in your party? I'm like, one? It's like a Tuesday morning, afternoon. In your party? You know how like the mid-century, like the, the chandelier, like the bulbs sticking out? It was just like so yes. done up. It was like a... a was it new? Yeah, like, new. Uh, oh, God. They've been like renovated. Um, I was like, wait, this is not at all. And I almost turned around again, but I'm uh-huh. like, I'm fucking hungry and thirsty. It's so dry. 
It's so dry there. You were downright parched at this point. I was like, I only need a glass of fucking water. And then, you know, I had a meal. It was fine. But it was like, the people there were just like, it was kind of like Bushwick aged, you know, like 26 to 32. Um, but stylistically, like very horrendous. And I was like, this is not, I thought it was gonna be like old people. There'd be one old person. No, they don't was... let old people in anywhere in LA. They don't let them even come in sad. to a place like that. It's really sad. And I'm really glad you brought up the fake and random thing. I don't think there's <laughs> many other words that, I mean, that's the perfect phrase to describe like the problem with me. One of the problems with me is I've found since I've been here that I I have this gene, maybe it's because I'm from LA, where I'm drawn to shit like that, no matter where I fucking travel. Like, first day here, I went to get coffee in this lively, wonderful, charming neighborhood. And I felt like almost lured by an unseen force to this place <laughs> that was so LA and stupid. I don't want to... What's the name? You'll know it by the name, okay? Like, there's like, there's like, um, Prospect Heights Cafe, like the coffee spot, like all like cute name places. Where mm. do I go? Black Milk. <laughs> Black Milk? <laughs> I've never even heard of that. No, that's yeah. Yeah, these are the kind of places that that we're taught that LA is full of. Is just these like the the styling is. I mean, I don't even know how to describe it. They're like fronts almost. Like they have crepes Mm. and coffee, and it's just this generic. And usually the branding in LA as well is just like black and white and like really random and like you you can't and it's it's dated, but it they're trying to be modern. I feel like. When I travel to someone to a new place, I'm, I'm, I'm like the, um, the Navy SEAL six <laughs> finding Osama, <laughs> but it's me finding fucking shit like a that. A six dollar latte, yeah. Yes. Talk about the gentrification of the mind. You're Navy like, SEAL God, six They should dollars. do a, a case study on you. Yeah, but I'm like, I go in. It's my first meal here. I'm like, what the fuck? It's, I, I did it again. <laughs> I'm sitting down, slicing my crepe with a plastic fork no. at $16 later. Oh. And, you know, it's fine. And no shade of this place. The people were really sweet, but it, it was the most L.A. place, I guarantee you, um, in walking distance, and I found it. Yeah. And then I was like, it was the first place I found. Okay, cool. It was Thanksgiving Day. I thought this is going to be the only places open. Oh, true, yeah. But <laughs> later I crossed back. To the other side, this the the road I didn't travel, Robert Frost style. <laughs> every other every other establishment was like an adorable coffee place. I literally was sucked yeah. like a magnet yeah. towards black milk, which is so <laughs> LA. It's like um, the most LA name yeah, of like a just you don't know what it is. They sell like four shirts and they like somehow sell crepes too. <laughs> a crepe sounds kind of good though. That crepes are pretty random. It's random. I feel like everywhere has them because every anyone can make them. I thought they were like weird and hard to make. They're so thin. It's I like don't a thin pancake. They're very thin. Yeah. Some might say lacy. <laughs> yeah, the lattice. <laughs> I think they would seem hard, but I think they just put them. They just like pour them on a grill. 
I mean, in LA, it seems like they're a dime a dozen. I don't know about here. Yeah. Generally, how is the food, like, treating your system? Because I've noticed differences. It's not going well, Dan. Okay. And I don't know how deeply I can get into it. As deeply as you want to. I'm not going to pry on this issue. Well, <laughs> I... Like, I feel like that can be inferred by the listener. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, I went to... Uh, the bodega, the local. <laughs> you can say bodega. <laughs> I feel like I'm pronouncing that wrong. <laughs> uh, and I got a BEC. Yep. And this is when I realized the bacon is more epic here. Yeah, truly. Really I have I have not, because in LA there's also, okay, there's some lore. Oh, God, I got to get the chopped cheese tip. Mm-hmm. So there's lore. In LA, people are taught, there's like articles written about the best BEC in LA and and oh they have these everywhere in New York and we just can't get it right and no one can do it and here's the list of ones that do it the best and I've tried some of those and this just random place I walked into I got one and I was like oh snap like nothing tastes like this over there and yeah, it's and they're everywhere here like even the shittiest bodegas delis whatever you want to call it <laughs> they're so I've never had a bad one I've it... never had a bad one in my life was transcendent. Yeah. And they're like, $3. They were like, $3, please. <laughs> I, I don't know why the food's so randomly cheap here. The it's like bacon... tenement pricing, yeah. Yes, tenement <laughs> pricing. The, the bacon, I, it was just different. And I was telling Paul Coupo that, and he was like, girl, it's because this fucking grill is hot all day. And they just push the shit to the side. And so, with the bacon you're getting at, you know, midnight, oh, is yes. just cooked Seasoned in all day. other bacon. Yeah. And I was it's like... so true. That's where... Flavor. That's where the fucking um, ep- epic bacon wins <laughs> are coming to me. But I, but I, will, I just want to say really quick <laughs> about the chopped cheese. So, I believe that the chopped cheese is... Um, it's a hoax uh, against... LA people because okay. everyone that I've asked who lives here about where to get a chopped cheese is like well, I've literally never had one and they don't exist. Well, I'll tell you I have them at the deli. I haven't in a while, but like I get them at oh the church bells. Isn't that nice? This is gonna pick it up too. Listeners, fucking take a moment to get grounded wherever you may be. And enjoy the sweet spiritual music of a historic church <laughs> in Prospect Heights, New York. There we go. Over, but yeah, no, I get like. Oh, <laughs> oh it's oh, gonna be uh-oh. a while because it's gonna count it's down. It's gonna go to like eight, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I get like, I call it cheesesteak, not chopped cheese, because we're close to Philly and I've, I've been to Philly. You know, people just call it cheesesteak. I thought it was a different thing. No, the same thing. No. She's taking a chopped cheese. A chopped cheese is ground. It's supposed to be ground well, beef. Well, they just take like the kind of strips of beef and chop it up a little bit. Oh, okay. So it's, it's just the I'm same. like, oh, it's brown meat and cheese and onion. Yeah, that's the same. It's close enough it to is what close I like, enough. you know. I'm like, that's fine. I've been to Philly. I've had some good ones. There's a there's a place I just tried a few days ago called Federoff's in Williamsburg, which is like fine. A little pricey though. Gotta be honest. A little. Like $16. I'm like, come Ooh. on. Come on. A little risk for my blood. I know. <laughs> Especially at this point in the trip. 
Yeah, I'm going home to. I'm gonna move into a tenement when I get home. <laughs> I, I, I spent three hundred dollars like within seconds off the plane. Yeah, no, it's insane. So when like you're like, what do you do all the time? I'm like, I don't do anything. I can't leave the house. If I leave the house, I think I, I ballparked it to you. It's like eighty dollars an hour at night. In the day, maybe like forty dollars an hour. Easy buy, like and tea I... and like a croissant, and it leads to other things. It's all a gateway. Yeah, it's crazy. Especially the night stuff. The night stuff. Have you been out anywhere? We went to that one bar, The Holler, which used to be mm-hmm. One Last Shag, which I used to DJ at. Um, <laughs> but that's cute. It's like, it's not expensive. Really cute. No. She was going to get. Not expensive. Totally manageable. Um, I've been out to a few places. It's not that I think the places are more expensive. LA's establishments are quite overpriced but Uh it's just the frequency of hanging is rapidly accelerated since i've been here my friend sam back home i told him what i did uh my first two or three nights and he was like heather you did more in two nights than you do in three months in la and that's not an exaggeration i don't think it is i go out like once a month yeah and here it's like I'm not, and I am not being dragged out. It's the fucking... I, I love the energy. Like, yeah. it's just... It draws me out. I want to be everywhere. I want to, like, see all the places. And everyone's out. And it's so fun. LA just shuts down really early. It's very desolate. You want to go to a diner? Like, I hope you like Alpo, bitch. Because they're fucking <laughs> serving dog food. at the one <laughs> that's open past 10. Yeah. There's yeah. one. That struck me as strange the first time. And only time I've been there. Uh, I went to the bar the abbey that like like gay bar oh, oh shit. You, shit i cannot imagine you there that is a so su- that's a sight to behold so like what what barks because it two on weekends mm-hmm. it was weekend all the time so it was my friend <laughs> so funny i won't say her name because it's a free episode <laughs> but like she, her and her girlfriend and me were like having a cigarette outside and he's like straight guys like trying to hit on her and like <laughs> Like, what are you doing later? She's like, I don't know, getting, like, drunk and horny and, like, went to lean on a palm tree and just, like, fell onto the ground. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, I think we're next in line to get into the Abbey. <laughs> so we go in. And, like, just so you know, we did last call. And I'm like, it's 1 a.m. He's like, yeah, we close at 2. And I was like, wait, what? Because I think I'd maybe just land. I didn't really get how early things ended in L.A. I was like, wait, it's, it's I'm just getting started. And I was 26 of course you are. So I'm like, I had a lot more energy than I do now. It really drops. <laughs> I think 26, 27, it's just like... Oh, yeah. This is why it's the three... I do one thing, like, yeah. a month. And, yeah, it's it's like not just going out. It's errands. Like, just, just being out all day. Like, in L.A., it takes um, three years to do one errand. Yeah. I have pieces of mail that I haven't gotten to yet because it's just too much. (laughs) It's like here, I've been up, down, back around. Like I've been fucking a Broadway show and then I'm hanging out. I went to, I walked the bridge today. Then I went to a museum. Then I like took a little tour with my friend. We found an iconic diner. Like we did all this shit and I'm, and I still had energy. Yeah. The city is energizing. And that's why I like it for me. I feel like I got to move here at some point. Have to. Um, I have to spend like a period living here. Have period. 
Period. <clears throat> Have to. It's calling my name. I, I think love so it. too. I, I think love it might it. match your energy to get up and go and do shit. Cause I, cause that's in me. It's just <clears throat> that LA doesn't. And maybe that's not true for everybody. I hate to be so general, but like, it's just, it's a lazy, hazy feeling for me there. I go on my little, the only time I'm walking is, is like to go on hikes and stuff. And it's just yeah. like, I'm not like hustling, you know, I'm yeah. just really not. I'm not a hustler either, but I do just have like pretty manic, like anxious energy that propels me to do just walking around and doing shit. When in LA, I was just kind of like, what now? They're like, oh, we're just going to hang out and like, maybe we'll go out later. I'm like, no, but what am I going to do right now? <laughs> That's that's the New York in you. Like, I don't need to just sit around and think and read a book. Like, I, I don't need to, like, you that's, know, like, what, I'm like, I need to, I want to hit the streets. I want to pound the pavement. And then what do I do? I walk two miles, get sunstroke, end up at a diner, have a hallucination. This diner probably didn't even exist. Is what I'm, I, I'm, I'm circling back to the diner. Was it real? Was it, was it not? Because, like, you probably know what I was talking about. And you're like, that doesn't sound right. I, it doesn't Sunset track Boulevard, for me. Somewhere between, <laughs> somewhere between Echo Park and Las Fifi. Is Silver Lake between? Yes. It might have been in Silver Lake. No, there's no diners there. Was it by any chance called the Mirage Diner? Because if so. I was about to Google that right now. Maybe it was. I think you might have been uh, a little sunstroke. It was crazy. Oh, but I want to talk about the Abbey just really quick. Please do. Just tie this up. So I went in. I did not know. First of all, I lo- the thing I love about LA, there was like, I also went to Mustache Mondays, which was fun. Work. We might have been there on the same night. Who knows? Mm, maybe it's very possible. But I like kind of there's like an in, like even like the outdoor smoking areas, just kind of like there's like roofs over your head, and there's like bars. And I'm like, I love this. That's so iconic. Much. That is, mm-hmm. I like that a lot. The Abbey kind of had that same thing, but I was like, they they did last call when I got there. I'm like, this is insane. So I mean, there's, there's like men who I'm assuming are straight men. Like there's like bodybuilders like rappelling from the ceiling, and I'm like just weird, uh-huh. like in cages, and I'm like <laughs> big hula hoops. Straight. It was insane. But then like there's a VIP. There's like I think multiple VIP areas, like little velvet ropes. And I saw Kyle Richards from The Real Housewives. Okay. And I just like literally was like floored because I never seen a Real Housewife in real life. And so I'm just like looking at her. I'm just like like a deer in the headlights. And then she's, like, looking at me, and I'm, like, looking at her still. And then, like, <laughs> she, like, looks at her bodyguard. He's, like, hey, man, you got to go. I'm, like, oh, I'm, I'm not even trying to. I just, like, literally just be, just left my body. Because of a look? Yeah. She just looks so uncomfortable. And I was, like, I'm uncomfortable, too. But, like, I'm, I mean, I guess, yeah, I get it. You know. Oh, maybe they thought you were straight. <laughs> maybe. I, I don't know. Traded a season much? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a lot twinkier back then. Um, the cat's here. The cat. Big cat. Really, really big gal. Huge. What's the cat's name? Aurora. Okay. She's good. Clearly she's, a lesbian named it, right? She's chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just getting a straight person um, <laughs> named the cat. <laughs> oh, sorry. She named herself. She named herself. Seems like a good sport, though. I like the cat. Yeah, she's she hasn't. She's been a dream. I did an an apartment swap, and it's been fab. Cool. I wish I could stay longer. I really do. I know. I do too. But I do too. I'm gonna be back because it just it hasn't been enough time, and 
Yeah, I just feel like I I have this huge list of things to do. I barely even made a dent. Mm-hmm. I didn't see most of the people that were on the list. Um, I saw a couple, but last night, just due to the two and a half days of activities, I was completely uh, immobilized. Like yeah. I, I walked in here at like four p.m. and fell asleep. Passed probably. out. Yeah. I was like fucking run ragged just from existing Mm -hmm. here. And I would like to say, oh, you would get used to it, but like maybe, I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would. I'm just like built differently now where I'm like, so the pandemic, you know, when the world changed. When the world changed. When the world changed. I was like, I'm taking the train to work, going to work, doing all these things and going to a bar and then going home. I was like way more active. And now it's like, the sedentary lifestyle is like affected us all <laughs> in a way. Oh, it's sedentary. There's no other way. Sedentary. And I, for one, am never go back? going back. How can I go back? We can't. Can't go back. You should have seen how I was living before the pandemic. I was like in my little car, like uh, I was flying through the entire city all day long. I was walking dogs mm-hmm. and like going from I, I was just driving all day long in traffic trying to get to, to a place on time like sitting there you know couldn't for anyone that has not heard my <laughs> podcast behind the paywall I talk a lot about this job but I had to piss in my dog walking bags I mean like it was fucking non-stop it was crazy and the fucking eating a crepe with your bare hands I had to fucking muscle these these crepes with my bare hands on the clock. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, I wasn't fucking taking a break to do that shit. Uh, with holding seven dogs, you know. And I, I know what you're thinking. Oh, you must have been ripped. No. I gained. Somehow. <laughs> Everyone was like, oh, you're, you're hiking like dozens of dogs all day. <clears throat> I gained weight. I, I don't know why, but I did. Maybe it's muscle, because that weight... When people say, like, <laughs> muscle weighs, like, twice as much as fat. I'm like, I, do you... I probably doesn't. I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, I was fat, <laughs> so... <laughs> you do the math. I've truly never weighed more in my life, but I'm also, like, maybe the happiest or, like, the least morose. I'll take a couple extra pounds any day to have a sedentary lifestyle over uh, just the... Being uh, run ragged by uh, by work, and and I hate to sound like so privileged, but but like I I am lucky to be able to work from home, and I don't know how I would hack it, like running around like that and being late, trying not to be late, you know, getting mm-hmm. scolded if I was late, um, being in traffic, everyone's mad. You know, at me. <laughs> <laughs> Getting in, you know, near misses of accidents all day. Actually, I like traffic, but just the... It's, it's the... It's the stealing of time for me. Like, like, at least working from home, I don't feel like... Oh, my time is just being stolen from me because I'm yeah. I'm in my house and like, oh, I can... I'm wasting it. It's my choice. Yeah, and I can get up and use the bathroom, and yeah. no one's gonna fucking like mm-hmm. give me dirty looks. Mm-hmm. Just that that part of working under 
direct supervision that's so cruel and I like I, I I don't know that's the part I can't go back to it's just like having someone watch me and be like passive aggressive towards me like I don't think I can ever handle that again by the grace of God you know hopefully I won't have to because I don't know how I lived like that yeah and I it was bothering me so much just being not in control of my life and like looking for a paycheck from someone else and I'm like I hate this so much I hate it so much but guess who is a podcast success story and doesn't have to well, worry about that anymore? I, I didn't have to worry about it. It's crazy how people think like, oh, you make like so much on Patreon. First of all, it's like, I can't live off the fucking Patreon. So I have to peddle these fucking goods, these prints, these hats. Just a moment though of appreciation for Thank the you, quality man. of the goods. And it's only just getting started, folks. Uh... You're a boy boss with that shit. Yeah, but I think it's a, what, what lends people to be like, oh, can I get a can I get a hat? Can I just like have a hat? How many people are asking you this? Dozens. Not dozens. It, well, friends. A dozen. Friends or friends, friends, strangers. No friends, friends, not strangers. Anyone that's listening. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> Heather, I want to thank you for just like eagerly buying a hat at the first opportunity, and you're wearing it right now. I'm it's wearing it right great now. Great on you. <laughs> It's like a classic New York kind of Yankees, like navy blue and white. Yeah, I'm walking here. Can you here. describe how the hat makes you feel, the quality of the hat? It's a good hat. When I first put it on, well, when it first came, I was elated because, you know, I buy a lot of bullshit and I didn't know what was in this fucking package. <laughs> like, it could have been um, my custom nose hair removers that I ordered <laughs> from Amazon. They're delightful. Just a Actually, little plug. Actually, I'm kind of, I need, I need to recommend. I just have started to they're, 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 Okay. Their noses are spraying out right now. Like, Quick oh, plug. Uh, since I turned... Oh, God. Bleep! <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that um, I was getting... I mean, I, th- I thought they were more unsightly. Maybe they were always that. Maybe I'm just, like, more paranoid than ever being aging. But, like, I found a way to wax them at home bought a little waxing kit it's not that expensive just a little wax warmer and Mm. you get the little warmer from like the beauty supply store i think it's like 30 bucks and then you get a room for this in my apartment yeah it's really small small. it's really small small. yeah you you can do it okay and it's worth it so then you heat the wax in the thing hard wax is the kind and then um you get these little you just put Nose hair sticks <laughs> in the search bar. Okay. I was doing it with, co- with uh, uh, cotton swabs before, and then, like, I would rip it. And the- Anyway, I'm getting yeah. ahead of myself. But you, you just dip the end, and then you just you plug your nose with it, yank it out. It's all gone. Whoa. And, like, it could sometimes a couple, sometimes in one fell swoop. Oh, wow. To the point where when I looked at myself in the mirror after, I didn't recognize myself without <laughs> It was that dramatic with transformation? I had never seen... I was like, what is that? It was the reflection of this the shining bear inside of my nostril. You know what concerns me though is like the the nose hairs are there for a reason. No, they're not. Okay, they're not. What are they doing? Filtering like germs and like regulating uh Omnicron from going <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's because I'm a smoker, but I got a clean bill of health. Period. Let's cheers to that. <laughs> cheers We're not to getting that. COVID today. <laughs> Not anytime soon, sis. Not anytime soon. But back to the hat. So um, this unmarked <laughs> package came. <laughs> and I was like, 
like <laughs> I tore into that thinking like you tore it I tore it I tore into it I didn't think I wasn't expecting it to be the hat because I didn't think it would come so fast you think it would take like a month before I got around to it Part of, did part of you think that it's okay if you did? No, um, I had no expectations, but it was okay. really, it was, it was really fast. So shout out to you for fulfilling those fucking orders. Thank you, Audrey, for saying that. But oh my god, when I opened it, saw it, saw the quality. The quality. Um, I I made sure that in the back here, for anyone who's wondering, because I was wondering, I, but I didn't. I didn't let it hold me back from making an immediate purchase, but there is like a pony. It's adjustable. You put your ponytail through the back. There's a pick on the website of the back of the hat. I didn't make it that far. Okay, I well. Just pre- I just pressed buy now. Well, I I, I, <laughs> I wanted to address every concern, and like I, the, and it's a silver enclosure, so it's not like gold, that like fake kind of aged brass shit that's going on. It's a silver. It's a classy silver. The embroidery is stunning. It looks really good on women, too, I gotta say. It does. It feels like, oh, my boyfriend had this like faggy Yankees hat. I'm just gonna put on and go get a chopped cheese. That's the vibe. <laughs> it's so chopped cheese. Like I'm having a chop. I'm hungry. I'm having a chopped cheese. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like I put it on. I got an instant hankering for a BEC. There you go. That's just the way it is. It's very New York, and it feels great. It fits me perfect. It's so soft. It's so soft. <laughs> it's and like crazy how soft it is. I told okay. you this before. I'll say it again. My first day here. Got lost. Um, my phone died in Brooklyn. I was walking around aimlessly, and I was really freaked out because I didn't really know. I wasn't familiar with the neighborhood yet. I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, and people were. I swear to God, some people clocked the hat. Like I felt people because I was looking around, and people were like looking at me quizzically, and I'm like, hmm. they're fa- they might be fans of you. They might. Cause it's. I love that it could bring communities together. Like if I saw someone wearing this, I would talk to them. It's like driving a Jeep in the middle of nowhere. You're like, you wave. Say, yeah. Hello. Exactly. Oh, that'd like to. I'd like to start that. If you if you see another dial down hat, you you have to wave at each other. No. You have I... to death drop actually. <laughs> <laughs> Period. I was gonna say my my gesture suggestion was just like the phone, the Ooh. fake phone in your like dial. Hello. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's know. really cute. <laughs> yeah. Or, but I think a death drop is better. Do, do both. Yeah, at the same time. Have you ever done a death drop before? Uh, I think we've gone over this, Dan. Not no. this particular move, no. But I would die. I, yes, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I truly. First of all, I don't know how anyone could do it. I would pass immediately. My knee. Oh, would explode. How is it even? Oh my god. I would die. So let's go. Oh, through. what I was gonna say. What I think maybe we think is, one time I tweeted. Uh, oh no! If I, was, I tried to do the worm, I would die. No, I remember because I <laughs> tweeted. I said it's kind of crazy how if I try to do a clapping push up, I would be immediately permanently disfigured. Right? Yeah, and that's you, crazy too. And then you tweeted back, if I did the worm, I would die. <laughs> I was like, yes, I would too. I don't know how people do that. I don't even know understand what's going on when I'm looking at it. And I want that on my tombstone too. If I do do the worm, the death drop, or a clapping push up, he died. Doing, doing what he something for the first time, <laughs> and it was called the whatever it was. He fucked around and found out. <laughs> but I'm I'm trying to figure out like doing a death drop. What is causing the uh, injury? So because I don't really know the the science of it. Oh. Is it your back or is it your leg that's going first? Or are you getting a concussion? Is it your head? For me, what I'm only thinking about is my knee and my leg. I think it would truly 
snap, like, sever and just, like, you know, you can't fuck with, like, the femur and all the... There's so many arteries, I think, in the leg. That would just would okay, bleed so... out. I would... It would snap and... I know. No, and it's not like a... I could survive a concussion. Okay, this leads me perfectly into one of the topics on the list, is should we do a live show Should we together? do a live show? And I think I've got the, the main event. We've got the main event already here. Watch us die. <laughs> like, we... <laughs> We can try to, to do yeah, a death drop. Yeah, we need to invite like, a lot of like rich like Korean businessmen to be like, hey, these two dumbass losers are going to die. Yeah, like Squid Game. Watch it happen. Exactly. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, I've never even come close. I've never... I mean, I, I would love to do a live show. For me, it's happening in LA, though, and not New York. Why is that? I don't know. My intuition. Jewel intuition. My intuition. <laughs> It'll lead you in the wrong direction. Um, I just feel like no one would come to my live show in New York, but like they would come to yours maybe in LA. That might be part of it. Well, also be fun to travel. And be like, yeah, I'm going to like I'm, I have to fly to LA to do a live show. I'd be like, oh my god, wow. No, like you, you could just be like, I'm flying to LA for work. Well, I could write it off <laughs> on the taxes too. Exactly. <laughs> Can I? I don't actually know how taxes work, but I would try. I I would I would be happy to host. Yeah. I just I swore off performing like kind of a while ago. Yes. And I but I think it'd be a different kind of I don't think I'd be like necessarily preparing anything, which is what I hate about Yeah. Performing is just being having to be like, So I'm gonna do this, this and this or whatever. <laughs> it's like you know, if I if I was just talking and talking to you, that seems like the lowest stakes thing. It's yeah, it, possible. it seems pretty easy. We could also have like fun, like a slideshow, or like some games. Games, uh, cr- crowd work could be fun. Never done that really. Oh, I think. How do you think you'd be at that? Um, probably good. I think you would. Probably good. You're I mean, pretty truly, good on your feet. I survived the Red Scare Caroline Calloway show. I feel like I can literally do anything. Have you talked about that publicly? Um, I talked about it with Caroline, but it was one of the hardest episodes I've ever done. Well, for those of us who couldn't listen to that episode, (laughs) (laughs) couldn't bring themselves, even as your deepest fans and friends, maybe you could uh, share with us. I mean, it was, I guess, like, uh, it was very, she was a very last minute addition to the thing, but then actually like it was her whole we made this event for her and it wasn't and then like she doesn't know how to just like stick to like oh my god it's like the Adderall it's like there was just no I guess she's not on Adderall but like still like a a mess of like she couldn't just like get to like a point and she would like try to talk to the crowd and be like boo and I'm like I was trying to hold it all together um, she's like railroading everyone. It was, was that like, so stressful for you or were you just caught I, up in it? I was in a place that I couldn't even describe. I've never been in a situation like this before at all. Uh, I'd done like episodes, like live episodes before with Anna and Dasha, but it was, this was like <sighs> crazy. Uh, people were like getting up to leave and I'm like trying to be like, ah. That's so stressful. But it was like, I made it out alive and I... I don't have any, like, I don't have any, like, negative feelings about, I mean, I do, but I'm like, whatever, it happened, it was what it was. Uh, but now I feel like there's, nothing could be as truly awkward and, like, I guess I just, like, rose to that weird occasion. So, like, 
if we were going to do a live show, nothing like that would even come in the arena of that shit. No. Ever. Like, ever. <laughs> it's like truly out well, of if the you, world. If, if you can make it through that, you can make it through anything. Because I have to say, like... Give me a new like, on life, yeah. I, I was... Oh, this is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. But, like, I was there. I'm doing air quotes that night, like, watching the Instagram stories while that was happening. Or was oh, it... Oh, God, and, yeah. And I remember, like, watching that and, like, hearing you and, like, getting really triggered by <laughs> the chaos of it. And I it don't know why. It was chaos. I, I don't know why I was affected by it. Some would say I'm an empath, um, but um, I think I was ju- I'm just stunted and I was alone, like, watching something scary. It was just, like, the slowest train wreck ever. I think I was, like, felt for you and just, I, um, I have a hard time with her. She's, like, uh, she stresses me out and that's all, that's all I'll say is she, she stresses me out. Yeah, she stresses me out big time. But, like... In terms of, like, live... What's, like, the longest, like, set you've ever done? Or, like, does that even... Is that even a real question? Like, what's, like... Because you did comedy, right? Yeah, I did stand-up for... <laughs> you have, like, a tight five. Few you years. A I did a 30-minute... hour? I did a half-hour once. Period. That I, like... Was just me, and it was basically, like... I just did it to have all my friends be there and, like, to film it so that I could submit to... Mm-hmm different shows which I didn't want to submit to like I mean the whole other pod but just like this idea that you have to work really hard and get booked I've never been that bitch but in comedy I convinced myself that I was so I was just like oh I need like I need like a a fucking you know video to send and a tape and it's just like I didn't but it was fun to do all my favorite stuff in front of my friends and have like a lot of people there but um I don't stand up comedy like really isn't for me. So thank the pandemic for helping me realize that. Yeah, something definitely shifted. You know, you could say it was a reset of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> for me. Um, let's pause for a second. I just need to use the men's room. Okay, so what you could Do you wanna keep talking? Do you Yeah, do you? No, I mean like <laughs> yes, the podcast will go on, but like do you wanna Oh talk when talk people are gone? No Yes, let's... yes, 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 I do. I okay, do. I have do. something to say, okay, actually. Fine. Okay, so while Dan's in the loo, I wanna address something insane. Um <laughs> so Dan actually doesn't even need to weigh in on this because he wasn't there, but I just wanna say that like a month ago, I was on Twitter and I saw this weird configuration on the timeline that was like, said that it was, um, it was a configuration I had never seen before. And it looked like some kind of room that people, I, um, some of the umfanistas uh, that I follow, that we follow each other, were in this Let's call it a space, shall we? A, a digital space, bodies in spaces, digital personas in spaces. And I dared click on it. And then suddenly I was in this weird Twitter thing I've never been in where like, um, I was hearing 
gay guys talk, like, um, I was hearing the audio of, like, Twitter gay guys talking. Did you hear this? Are you hearing yeah, me? It's called Spaces. Wait, is it really called that? <laughs> yeah, it's called Spaces. It used to be, like, Clubhouse is that app, and then, like, uh huh. since it's not, like, proprietary technology, like, obviously, like, Twitter adopted it, so it's like you can just like enter these rooms with like a theme and someone hosts it. Okay, I have not seen it. It was my um, Sunset Boulevard diner because I was like, <laughs> I went in there and then I heard people talking and they were talking about me and because they were like Heather's here, and they were oh. <laughs> they were saying gorgeous things and I just want to say like I was fucking trying to respond and I didn't know how. You're trying to like type. Or talk, like anything, oh. to be like, hey, what's up? And like, join the conversation. Instead, it was this like strange experience, almost felt like I was being chloroformed or something. <laughs> like, oh, I can hear everything. Or like sleep paralysis, where I can hear what's going on and yeah, I can't like a talk. coma. You're like, oh, I can hear, but I can't say anything. Exactly. Yeah. I was in a coma. And everyone was saying such nice things. And I just, I felt awkward that I was not contributing but i couldn't i didn't know how and i didn't even know until this moment that it even totally happened so if you were there i heard it and she heard everything he said i heard everything and she heard everything he said i wanted to respond and i couldn't and i just wanted to because i because then i was like well who was there i i what am I going to tweet at them? Like, it was just a very strange... I don't know if you could have let me in if I asked or how to ask. I didn't know where I was. It felt like purgatory. You, like, join... It asks you to join, you're, like, either speaker or a listener. And you have to hit speaker. That'll... Whoever's hosting it will be, like, they will let you in. So whoever's hosting it, who started well, it. That's just, like, the general... I don't know if that's available on the uh, the browser version, honey. Oh, I don't know either. Because that's where I was. <laughs> I love the browser. Where I'll remain. I love looking at Instagram and Twitter on the browser. I'm not a big phone guy. I don't like the phone that much. So you're on... I mean, like, I use the You're on Instagram.com. Yeah, but I can't forget to log into my account. Because I don't know my password. Which is insane, because I do know my password. They won't let me. Oh so I can only be logged into my, like, meme account, which I can't believe I have. However, it's... Dialed in? Yeah. Love that fucking shit. Pretty fake and random, but hey. That account's good. <laughs> I don't need to go anywhere else for my memes. Yeah. And uh, I don't. We've almost done an hour. I want to just, like, pause for a second. Sure. I want to buy beer. What's that? I want to buy beer. Down? Yeah, okay. I think you can get it downstairs if they're still yeah, open. right next door. Okay, we'll be right back, guys. Thanks. <laughs> oh, that was still being recorded. <laughs> Ready to go? Okay, we're back we're from back. the deli. <laughs> we went to the deli downstairs. It was... Uh, eventful to say the least the most like classic new york <laughs> it was you know new, new york experience unique experience unique you could new have. york yeah <laughs> basically like a guy tried to sell us a, uh, an electric bike for four thousand dollars <laughs> obviously that's really casual here heather's not really experienced that in la i was like no nah, that's a lot but you know some other night <laughs> we bonded over 80s rap and they were cool dudes though they were so <laughs> Amazing, cool it was yeah. these two Guys outside of the deli that in LA I would um, 
I would run screaming from. <laughs> and tonight I was just like wet in Rome and yeah. we had a delightful conversation. The song is like, you heard the song Supersonic? I was like, the Oasis song? <laughs> Love that one. <laughs> it's a great one. <laughs> Love that song. It's on a dial down mix for sure. That's that's one of my favorite songs ever. It's, really? I yes, love it too. That's my favorite Oasis song. It's no a, way, mine too. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Supersonic. Yes. <laughs> I've stomped down these streets listening to that. That Rock is, is still alive, yeah. My favorite song by them. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. It's on my top 500 ongoing uh, work in progress mix on Spotify. It's just one of the best songs ever. Obsessed. Yeah, but the song they were talking about was the one that's like... It's like JJ Fad or something. Yeah, and it was... It was like, not We Like the Boom, but it was like something... Similar. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna do it because I already have like a white rapper past that I'm trying to <laughs> leave behind. From, yeah. <laughs> so, but what I didn't tell him is that that was kind of like the inspiration for Gravy Train. It was like that Whoa. song. So, I debated in the moment because I knew exactly what he was talking about. But I was like, do I want to trigger myself to completion right now or no? But then I decided, yes, I did, and it was worth it. I sang yeah. it to him, and he was like, "Oh, bitch, like you fucking know." I'm, at the end of the day, I want to impress people, so that one. Also, we didn't talk about this other... So after we hung out on Friday, like, I went home for a minute, then I went back to, like, the bar near my apartment just to have, like, a little nightcap. And I met someone that, like, knew about VIP Party Boys. And I didn't even bring it up, because I don't really know about VIP Party Boys either. They brought it up? So I was, like... I was with a... Not a friend, but, like, a person I see at the bar, like, a regular. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what did you do? And I'm like, oh, my friend's in town. Uh, she went to go see a show Webster Hall. I'm like, oh, what are they seeing? I was like, uh, Luna Chicks. And this other girl who I'd never met before was like, oh, like, I know that. And, something. and then, like, I don't know how. I was like, oh, my friend was in, like, a band called Gravy Train. Oh, my God. Sorry I brought it up to a stranger. No, no, live for it. But I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I fucking know Gravy Train. She's like, do you know VIP Party Boys? And I was like, what? I was like, oh. I think she actually said, like, Johnny makeup from VIB. I don't know. I was like not even that drunk, but I just like couldn't believe this was happening. I'm like, because I like kind of almost just left you and like talking to a complete stranger about like all the worlds. Because I just learned about VIP parties from your latest episode of your podcast, mm-hmm. which was so <laughs> fucking funny with Johnny makeup. <laughs> Loved it. Thanks. Guys, you have to subscribe to Bimbo Summit. It's like the only other one you need to be dishing it out for. Thank you so much. Uh, I was like, wait, and then like. There's also, I, maybe we shouldn't name names, but like, there's also two other people in the neighbor that I know mm-hmm. that, like, one of them was in VIP Party Boys there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Name Do you names. know him? Yes! Okay, that's we're crazy. O- we're old friends. So what about Jack? I his don't partner. know. Okay, I, I know his partner. I've met Bear. His name's Bear. Yeah. His legal name is Bear. And, uh, great great people like i love them both <laughs> i just like i was like how is this even like i can't how the world gets so small i can't with this this is insane yeah i was gonna save it for the pod which i guess we're doing now but i was like this is so weird yeah no of course i know him we went on tour like a million times oh my God. and yeah i mean this is like i was complaining earlier about the, the length of my trip but he was he's somebody that i would definitely see if i um, had more time here, but okay. Well, then we should go to the bar that I just saw Jack tonight. Oh, maybe we can go tomorrow. So, do you remember like when I was driving by, like where the bench incident happened? Uh-huh. There's a store on the corner. It's like in a gray kind of condo, and it's like a clothing that. store in the corner. That's Jack's store. I can't believe this. Yeah, 
I mean, there's just there's so much happening. Like, yeah. I I I want to bring up the um the Sig story, which mm-hmm. I'm not gonna pretend I haven't told you already, but I do think maybe the listeners might. Um... I'll pretend like I haven't heard it. Okay. <laughs> this is acting, top notch acting. But so um, I. I had drama with you like way before I met you (laughs) (laughs) like years and years ago when we just started following each other on Twitter I'd maybe seen like two pictures of you um and I was cat sitting at the house that I live in now like long term like for a month or something so I was basically living there in Los Fifi in this house and um my friend who was away kept texting me being like are you, like, smoking and leaving all your cigarette butts? Uh, (laughs) Stay with me, (laughs) y'all. I promise this is crazy. Oh, the payoff is (laughs) insane. (laughs) She was like, oh, um, sorry, but, like, are you smoking and leaving cig butts, like, all around the the back porch? And I was like, no. And I was... For once, telling the truth. Like, yeah, wasn't, for once in your godforsaken <laughs> life. For once in my you're life. You're being I, honest. Yeah, listeners of my pod know that I'm famous for my hypocrisy and my lies, <laughs> which constantly is revealed over me talking by myself on the podcast. Um, that I am a huge uh, liar and hypocrite, but I wasn't lying. And I said no. Um, and then, but it did freak me out because I hate being in trouble. Oh, me too. More than anything in the world, yeah. I try it's to avoid. It's not fun getting into trouble. It, it's such a trigger for me. Like, when I think I'm in trouble, like, all hell breaks loose. Like, I really don't like it. I don't like that feeling. And I don't want to be scolded. I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't, don't want to hear anything, ever. And so, uh, you can imagine my panic when she kept texting me, being like, are you sure that you're not chain-smoking <laughs> in the back and, like, leaving a million butts out there? And I was like, I'm fucking not. And, but I saw them out there. And there were a million cigarette butts in the driveway. And I was like, it's fucking not me. Like, I'm not even smoking right now, whatever. And then one day I roll up and I see this gay guy (laughs) um, smoking where the butts were being left. Mm. And I'm like, not only is that a gay guy, it's Dan Allegretto from the internet. This is like 2015 or 16 or something. Or was it? I mean, you did visit in 2015. I know. But I know it wasn't you. But I was like, that guy is Dan Allegretto from the internet. Um, who I had no, really no interactions with you. So it was very like, it's not how it is today when everyone's, you know, yeah, fraternizing yeah. and talking back and forth. Because I don't even remember when I started following it. It truly seems like forever ago. I can't even like pinpoint. It must have been like seven or eight years ago. Truly. Oh and like so long ago. Literally, it's in, been an era. You yeah. know? And I was like, oh, that's that guy, Dan, and he's the one that's getting me in trouble? <laughs> like, I don't fucking... What the fuck? <laughs> I thought he lived in New York. Yeah, why would he do this? Why would he do this? Mm. And I would see... Then I started to see you all the time, mm. and just being like, uh, should I approach him? And be like, I know you from Twitter, and you're, like, getting me in trouble. And I was scared of you because of your content. <laughs> like, I was like... I don't know if I should approach. Like I'm mean and scary. Um. Well, at the time, I just thought maybe that it just wasn't friendly. We weren't friendly yet. I was wearing a lot of all black outfits at that time. You were writing articles Off-putting. for Vice. I was. Yeah. 
you were intimidating. Damn. So I didn't... Double homicide. I mean, my <laughs> fucking drop. And uh, I didn't approach you, but I was like... I didn't tell you this part. But no. I told my friend... I know who's doing it. It's this gay guy. I fucking, I, I was like, I bet you told people it was me. And they're like, they're still to say they hate me for it. I'm like, I'm wondering, I need to know who said it, who, who you said it to. Who'd you tell? My friend that lived there. She's like. Have you like since rescinded that? It's fine. I haven't. Nah, well, I haven't. Hopefully she's listening. I'm sure she is. She's definitely like a millionaire actress that's um, oh. definitely not listening. We'll, we'll say it off the pod. Yeah, we'll say it off the pod. I mean, she's not... She's probably not listening. And I don't know if I mentioned you by name, but I was like, oh, mm. it's this gay guy. Just to, like, clear my own name. Yeah. And be like, no, I saw him. I saw him smoking. He's so scary. I can't even talk to him. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, oh, no. oh my God. But, like, it's not oh. me. And uh, she was like, oh, okay, cool. But I could tell she didn't believe me. <laughs> and that she thought it was me. Because it was, like, right outside the back door. Like, it really was everything was pointing to me and I was like okay it's like Dan randomly <laughs> from New York but he lives here now and mm. then I I had to like do a deep dive to make like I deep dove and like checked your socials to yeah. see if you lived in LA and you didn't no I didn't at all <laughs> and I was like well I don't get how you're here because it's you like not one part of me thought that it wasn't you <laughs> Right. And then, a few months later, I'm still on this cat sit. It's not really in the forefront of my mind. But I went to Oil Can Harry's, which is this gay bar, like, that's no longer there. In the valley, uh, nowhere near where I'm cat sitting, and that I wasn't really a regular at. I mean, I would go there, like, every few months. Not, like, every day. So imagine my surprise when I see you at Oil Can Harry's. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... Okay, that's definitely him because he's gay. <laughs> and he's he's like here. Yeah. At this bar like it was it was just even more confirmed that it was you because yeah, I thought the guy was gay, but that was only cuz I thought he was you. But now that I saw him in a gay environment, I was like now it's confirmed. Confirmed you. gay, now confirmed <laughs> criminal. Yeah. Confirmed criminal. <laughs> Get him off the streets. Yes. <laughs> and um I never cracked the code. I never um, got any closure about it. I was just like, uh, that person lived next door to where I was cat sitting and which is where I live now. Until I told you about this. And I didn't even remember that this had occurred until the right. other day. And yeah. I told you about it and found out uh -huh. that... It was not me. <laughs> it was fucking not me. But it was. A doppelganger. So I've tweeted this. Maybe I'll make this like the episode picture. So like I was my friend's boyfriend around this time sent me a picture of a guy that he saw at a bar that truly looks. It's like a, it's, he's like kind of zoomed in. I'm at a bar. I'm like kind of like I have like my I'm... finger near my mouth. Like, I'm like biting a nail maybe. I have a black hat on. The beard is exactly the same. The, like, three-quarter rear profile of my face literally looks so much like me, it's astonishing that it's not me. And like You thought it was you. I thought it was me. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, wait, did I go to LA again? Like, I mean, and people are... <laughs> another mirage. And so then, I don't know how we started talking about it. I was like, I sang this picture, I'm like, there's, like, 
I do have a doppelganger in LA. Mm -hmm. And then I also like went on to be like, yeah, so when I found out, so I tweeted this picture like six years ago, five years ago. And I was like, can anyone like help? (laughs) I think it's be like, can anyone help me find this guy? Like, obviously I want to have sex with him. (laughs) Five minutes. Someone's like, oh, it's my friend. Boop. (laughs) And I like find him on Instagram. And he looks just like private. Uh-huh. Uh, I request. He accepts. Mm. I send him the pic. My friend took him like, hey, listen, like, we do not know each other at all. This is really weird of me to do this, but my friend took a picture of you that looks exactly like me, and, like, Twitter kind of did their thing, and... <laughs> <laughs> Twitter did their thing, and uh, it led me directly to your Instagram, and it took like 15 minutes and uh he is kind of like a big floppy hat gay mm-hmm. um i think he probably looks more attractive to me conventionally uh and i was kind of trying to put the mac on a little bit i'm like oh so like what do you know <laughs> just like he wasn't he was not interested in this conversation at all he like didn't think it was funny or cool and i was like this is so insane like the picture that, like, my friend sent to me is truly, it just it looks exactly like a picture of me. He, it's not even, like... Person I, like, looks exactly the like The FBI you. could, like, do, like, a fucking facial... Like, the highest, the CIA... The highest technology... Would be, like, Would that not is, be able boop, to boop, boop, boop. He's putting the butts in Heather's backyard. It's him. It's him. <laughs> that faggot did it. He did it. So I can imagine why you were confused. I was confused. so insane. I was confused <laughs> so for, like, insane. for, like, years. Because... I would see him and then I would go to socials and be like searching for you saying that you were in New York and being like, he's not in New fucking York. Like he's right there. Yeah. Never expected to become friends with you and tell you that. I, I don't, well, I'm hearing this, I, you know, never expected you would because it seems like you've built up a whole. Well, I was mad. Yeah. Well, because I was. I was fucking getting framed for this <laughs> yeah, shit. Framed you for a really long time, and for somebody that hates getting in trouble that much, like it was not a good time for me. I, I can imagine it was really giving me anxiety, and it was your fault. God. <laughs> so, but I guess it was that guy. I guess Who's he that lived guy? next door to me, which is just. I know that the listeners are probably like, okay, I guess that's weird. No, it's really weird that he lived next door to where I was staying and where I live now. And now we're friends and like, whatever. Fuck you all. I think it's it's weird. so weird that my doppelganger lived next door to you and like tried to ruin your life. Exactly. Like, it's so weird. I know. And for the listener who says that I'm the most boring guest... Eat up, bitch. Fucking eat up. Yeah. The soup's on. The only negative comment I've ever gotten on my Patreon was that person saying that about you, and I should have just, like, blocked them. I don't know who it was. Oh, God. How fucking dare yeah, they? We won't even give them any. In fact, I think it's probably the opposite. Most interesting guests. I don't know. I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but that story's crazy, okay? It's not boring. It's a really... <laughs> I want to switch gears and just touch on the Thanksgiving Day Parade for a moment. Okay, did, okay. You didn't get to go check it out, did you? No, I didn't. I wanted to go, but um, I was too jet-lagged. I couldn't wake yeah, up. Pretty cold, too. Yeah, I, I slept through the whole thing. Um, Have you been? I've never been, because it just seems like a lot of, like, tourism chaos, freezing, and just, like, not... 
you're never gonna get what you want out of it. I mean, I I would have thought that I would have gone by now, but since I haven't, it's like it's never gonna happen. What you want to get out of it <laughs> is not necessarily what you're gonna get out of it. <laughs> Drop the reference in the comments if you know what the fuck we're referencing. Yeah. In. But I did wake up Thanksgiving Day. It, it was like a reflex. I like grabbed my remote and I was like, I have to watch the Thanksgiving Day Parade like right now. I've Do never, you always watch it? No. Like <laughs> never. But I was like, I'm going to be alone on this holiday. I've dedicated like, I, I'm not going to see a person. I just want to like have this day come and go and pass. I'll get my little takeout and just like go to bed early. Let it be over. I'm like, let me just have like something on the TV while I, you know, get myself together. So I put on the mm-hmm. Thanksgiving Day Parade and, uh... It's, like, obviously I know that it's, like, now, like, just a vehicle for, like, commercialism and just, like, brands and, like, mm-hmm. you know, the floats are, like, oh, the Home Depot float and it's, like, some random person saying, like, oh, I'm, like, oh. So it's a little disappointing when I'm, like, I don't know why I expected that. I'm, like, I watch, like, Shark Tank every week. Like, I, I'm not a huge, like, uh, I, I don't care about, like, American consumerism. It's just so a part of, like, our lives and I get. Sure. But I don't like, Amer- I don't like, like, you know. Shows like uh, fucking like Dancing with the Stars because mm-hmm. I can't because like the com- like the the brand the, the it's branding. like so harrowing to me but like no it's really dark the Thanksgiving Day Parade did give that a little bit but like then there were like two moments like really stuck out to me one was like um the song I want to know what love is by Foreigner uh huh so the guy was no, I want to know what love is watching home wait like, they're performing the guy was singing on this like it was like the float was like a house and he was on a balcony. He he's old as fuck. Old as fuck. Yeah, he was singing. I want to know what love is, but like it How was him, him, out? him on a balcony and like a children's choir. Fuck. So it's like he's like, I want to know what love is, and the and kids are like, like I want you to show me. And I was like, oh what the God. fuck? <laughs> and I was like, this is. Of course, there's no one in the room with me. I'm looking around I'm like, is this weird? Am I weird? If I'm weird, then hey, nail me to the cross, okay? But like. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me in this day and age. I'm going to be sick. With that whole Me Too movement. Oh my God. God, in this climate. I mean, in this climate. It was so bizarre. I just imagine that he's, you're barely able to look at him. I couldn't look, I couldn't look at him either. And so my mind kind of looked like Howard Stern. Okay. Maybe he's not that bad. I just find guys. had dark hair. I wasn't white. But was it dyed? Maybe. I have a thing yeah, about maybe. like ex rockers, probably because um, <laughs> I'm I live in LA and there's like a whole like there's a whole fat. I used to work at a vintage store, a buy sell trade, mm-hmm. so we would have all these like ex heavy metal rockers come in and like try and sell the clothes from their heyday because they're down on their luck or whatever, oh. and it was just. It was just um, bedazzled jeans and like Feria blue black, which I don't even know if they still make, but they stockpiled it because they're all like dying. Feria, wow. Plugs, hair plugs, <laughs> um, uh, and dyed eyebrows too. Mm-hmm. And it was just like you could see it coming from a mile away. Like melting off, yeah. Melting off, like it, it's Charlie Chaplin vibes almost. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. Wow, that's an inky black that doesn't occur in nature. How do you, who do you think this is fooling? Like, it's, just let it go. Yeah. So that triggers me, like, think, thinking of an old rock dude, I immediately picture that, and I'm just like, fuck. Just reminds me of, like, um, eating, like, beans out of a, like, 
lukewarm mm-hmm. beans just for dinner. Yeah. And that disturbs me because I have a thing about people that get to the top and then seeing them. Because, like, I don't know, like, the guy from Foreigner or the guys that would come into my store, they probably at one point, like, they were getting, like, so many women. And they were globally known. And it just freaks me out on a spiritual level that people could reach those heights and Mm -hmm. then hit the skids so hard. That's a constant um, theme for me. I mean, that's just, like, a constant um, trigger for me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever tell that I worked in a vintage store, too? Buy, sell? Uh, no, it was like a, not, no, no consignment shit, but it was my first, well, I was working like a job like four days a week, but I worked on weekends at a vintage store in Park Slope in 2011. How and was Probably that? my favorite job. Really? You liked it. And you were like. Well, I made $10 an hour under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't really. What's also like? $80 in cash. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go spend this right now. It was like my weekend. Mm-hmm. I just like literally like work eight hours just to like go out on Friday and Saturday nights. But at that time I was like, well, whatever. That's what I have to do. T. What I do I mean, now? No. I mean, what else are you living for at that time? Yeah. But Were like, you a bitch? Like a snob? Well. That's part of the joy of that I don't that know. Job. Maybe. I don't know. I was much younger and maybe a little more friendly. Mm. My favorite thing about that job was like. Finally being on the other side, you know, like going into stores like that all my life and feeling shunned and Mm -hmm. then finally just being like, you know, not greeting people in a friendly way. (laughs) Just give me a little charge. This is like a small little like boutique store, but it was very costumey and weird. It doesn't exist anymore. They went on a business, obviously, because the prices were too high. Our biggest day of the year was Halloween because people buy like costumes. Like, oh, I look like a 70s person or like, there were some cute pieces, but like truly astronomical prices so i always hated when people would be like i'm going to a 70s party can you like help me figure that out and i'm like i mean if i had a gun in my head i'd think you were live during the 70s shit. <laughs> i thought you could figure that one out for yourself that was always in my mind just like oh you don't remember like okay these are <laughs> called mean, yeah. these are called bell bottoms <laughs> like um earth to you like but even if they i didn't think they were old i was like I am barely culturally literate, and I know what a 70s look like. Why do you need help? Yeah. Fucking get help. Get, get professional help at this point. <laughs> um, the other moment that stuck out for me at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was, uh, first of all, seeing Kim Petras and like that her on the screen. I was like, whoa, that is actually we got to talk about that. So random. They only gave her like 30 to 45 seconds to like seconds. cut her off. Yeah, it was not even a full minute, I would say. Not was she minute. performing? She was performing on a float, yeah. Coconuts. Not coconuts. It's a song that's like, I want all my clothes designer. Do, do, okay. Do, do. I want someone else to buy them. I was like, oh my God. I clutched my pearls. Mm. It's like, this is a family event. And this song is so like, uh, <laughs> just imagine. I, I made a tweet about this. Sorry, now I'm in the cross. I already <laughs> talked about this. But I was like, I was imagining like, like, like mom, dad, like <laughs> son, daughter, like in front of the Macy's. Cause I'm like, oh, they're going to go buy clothes. So it's like, I want all my clothes designer. I want someone else to buy them. So it's like all the family members being like, oh, like she says you should buy these clothes for me. <sighs> Let's go to Macy's. Bitch. Right. Whereas like, she's not a big enough star to really be there. Right. Do you think? No. Maybe she is, but like, no. Nah. I mean, I'm glad she was there. Kind of cool. I'm not like trying to 
you know, I'm glad she disparage. was there on the global stage, but I will say, like, sorry, but in the little clips that I saw, she was fucking fucked up out of her mind. She had to be, like, rolling or on K. Like, oh, you think K so? Hole. Yes. Okay, period. Because I didn't really, like, clock <laughs> that, but, like, hey. Because I'm wondering why they cut her off so soon. I was like, because she's fucking with these people. That was my vibe. I was okay, like, she's high. Like, <laughs> she probably like stayed up all night. I don't know. I, I got a drug vibe from it. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if that's correct, but I was like, that's how I would be acting if I was just like, fuck all you people. Like, um, you know, and maybe had the additional burden of like, yeah, I'm fucking trans. And like, I know that, uh, you know, just the, like mm. the, um, it's pretty early call time too. So maybe you stay up all night. <laughs> I mean, you know I'm not I mean? associating drug use with, like, being trans. Like, oh, God, free episode. What am I doing? What am I saying? Oh, come but, on. But They're I'm, all on drugs, Heather. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like that seems like a lot of pressure. That, that, that That's, like, a very, um, you know, like, you're open to a lot of criticism. That's a family event, you know, and, like, probably that's yeah, stressful. Yeah. And, like, I would do drugs. Oh, totally. Um, I would do drugs to go to the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I want to hold the balloon. But, but that's a hard job. Like being the hold the under- balloon. <laughs> yeah, holding that big ass thing. <laughs> big ass thing. It was a windy day too, so I was like, "How are these balloons not bouncing around?" All those skyscrapers. Who is holding them? Like, like dozens of people under each balloon. People There's- are holding them, not like. Yeah, people, Heather. This is what. Oh yeah, my so God. that's why you didn't understand my note on the list of our topics. Is like, I want to hold the balloon. There are so. <laughs> Oh my god, there's, you want to fucking... There's like dozens of people under each huge balloon they're holding it. And like, I guess they must have to like train how to like... How to dance with the balloon. Yeah, it's a delicate dance. With the winds. They do with the, with the winds and like, mm-hmm. you know, God forbid it bounce into a building, pops. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole like probably... Um, there's a whole plan. You know, holding like, the balloon will probably make you want to do drugs too. Whole protocol, yeah, for yeah. for holding that. I wonder if you, they get paid or if you can just sign up to volunteer to do that. <laughs> just like it's probably just gonna be a bunch of children and then you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what love is. I want you to hold the balloon. <laughs> oh my god, that's so scary that they did that. Just a lot of it's. A it was lot weird. Of... I'm like all these things that I'm like mentioning. Like why are why is this not a trending topic? Why he's like oh the the, guy. the me too thing? It was like strange to me. Well, that's beyond me too. That's like even Mambla. Like, even like yeah. oh, this leads me to our next. If you're not if you're not done, stop me. Pretty much done. So um, something on our list of topics was not caring in either direction yeah. and like not having a strong <laughs> opinion about any topic, which I just recently realized I actually don't have any opinion. Me either. Pretty much at all. No. Like, not strong enough to fight for. Never. Like, nothing. Because I can always see a point of view. And that's why um, I was turned off by podcasting uh, for a long time. Because I was like, oh, you always have to, like, manufacture an opinion about something. And, like, mm. I am... Uh, I'm, I'm coming up with nothing here. <laughs> you know? Like the, <laughs> like, the topics of the day, mm. like, I'd be like... Okay, how do you feel? And I'd be like, any which way but loose. Like, I, <laughs> I really can't be bothered. Like, I don't care enough to fight for, for um, I mean, obvious things are 
But I don't need to be a contributing voice to the really obvious things. Right. Like, obviously, like, racist. Like, I don't need, I do not need to be, the, uh, be a we contributor to that. We don't like racism, that. yeah. Like, we don't like that. Just so you guys know, that's not what I'm talking about. But just, like, I can always kind of see um, a point of view. And I, oh, my God, I can't believe this is a free episode and I'm saying this. I'm drinking and I'm saying it All and... Right. So help me God, but I've always been like Nambla. I can see where they're coming from. <laughs> <laughs> Nambla? Yeah, I can. I can. National American Man Boy Love Association. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Dan. What is their whole? They like their platform. Is it like fifteen year olds? Is it younger? I mean, from my understanding. Oh, I'm just gonna. I need to. T- I need to hit this. I'm sorry. These are like men that have like probably been molested themselves. They're like, well, I mean, no, that's not even. That's not even where I'm having <laughs> compassion. I'm having, and I've always like, oh, God damn it, I'm ruined. If you make me out of this episode, so help me God. I'm not going to. I'm gonna say how I feel. But Nambla is kind of like the prime example of. Of things where I'm like, I could see where they're coming from. I'm not saying it's <laughs> right. I'm just saying like, so if you look back uh, through history. Yeah. And even to the current day, I have a lot of um, gay male friends who had kind of Sherpas into homosexuality when they were young. Yeah, yeah. It's, it goes back to like the Greeks and whatever. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, there was like a little kind of mentor program. <laughs> It was a little bit of, a, of an apprentice, yeah, apprenticeship. It was an internship, actually. It was an internship. It yeah. was unpaid, and we know that. But, uh, yeah, like, I went, uh, whatever. If you go to any, like, ancient art museum, you can see the depictions. Yes, of course. And that's there. But uh, more closely, I've observed a lot of my friends being like, yeah, I had somebody kind of, like, Help me get to a place of understanding my own sexuality. And, like, mm-hmm. it, it felt like a safe place for me. This older man that, like, kind of escorted me as a teen. You know, I'm going to say that on record. Yeah. I'm not talking about, like, as a fucking toddler. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, you know, a confused teen who's gay and, like, has kind of, um... Fuck my life. I should... <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so... If you look into Nambla, which for some reason I have extensively <laughs> over the years, because I'm so fascinated by it. It's, it's, it's a little different, yeah. I mean, it's called the National Association for Man-Boy Love. I mean, that's Man a, boy love that's is an really funny. Thing. Yeah. So no wonder I was digging deep. I'm yeah. like, how did they keep this fucking title? <laughs> I know. I mean, this is like the NAACP. And where do they meet? Because I'm kind of, I want to, well, I want to be like the teen though, but I'm too old. Oh yeah, you're you're done with that. I'm toast. You're, you're, it's I'm curtains toast. for you, and yeah. it's been. It's okay. But I guess I guess uh, where my kind of acceptance of it comes is the intersection of knowing people that have had that and like they revere it and they're not fucked up and they're not like oh that was a predator that was somebody that helped me and the fact that um, in our culture youth is really sexualized and so i have just always had a problem with people uh demonizing people that are attracted to like 
young hot teens when that's literally like shoved down our throats constantly by corporations very very good point like i'm sorry but like we need to dismantle that before we're blaming individuals for being receptive to that that is like literally what's around all the time like and that is absorbed by people in society or whatever (laughs) i haven't looked into namla in a while i don't really know their whole ethos is but like the vibe I've gotten from other people is like, oh, it's like children and stuff. And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, and I've had this conversation with many other gay men too, where it's like, they're like 15, 16, they like, you know, meet like a slightly older guy. Maybe it's like a generational thing where mm-hmm. like times are different now where everything's like so transparent and so on the surface and everyone's like, um, everyone exists where like before like gay people like didn't exist really. <laughs> like in, in, right, like, right. in culture like at all. Uh, so, like, yeah, it sounds, like, weird now, but, like, I would rather have, like, if I was, like, 15, I would have sex with, like, a 40-year-old guy than, like, be, like, 23 and get, like, an internship like, Marie Claire. I think the Marie Claire internship would be a little more traumatizing and, like, violating. You know what I mean? Free labor. Plus, like, like, you can grow up, especially if you're gay, you grow up fast. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to, like... I'm not defending the National Association for Man-Boy Love. No, we're not. Like, I'm I'm really not. We're I'm, hearing the argument from every side. We're like, did you know. I'm just saying that's a good example of me being like, well, can we just, like, take a look at what's driving this? Like, it's just maybe not that simple. And I know that maybe NAMBLA Period. isn't, like, a dominating force in our society it's very fringe yeah. like 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 i'm not seeing NAMBLA references anywhere these days i should days. make NAMBLA hats next oh yeah and catch me fucking wearing that shirt. dial NAMBLA. dial now extension dan yes like if, if i thought i got clocked in the dial dan hats you better believe i'm getting clocked in the NAMBLA hat no but i know what you mean because like i'm not like there's so many like you see people react to stuff on like twitter and instagram mostly twitter but like you can tell they haven't, like, thought or, like, just sat with them and, like, or maybe they haven't been through enough shit where they're like, oh, my God, this is complex. They're just like, this is definitely right or wrong. Or I'm like, there's no right and wrong. I mean, like. That doesn't exist to me. And, like, yeah. good people versus bad people is my most hated thing. Like, Same. I'm just like, this idea is ruining the world. Mm-hmm. That, like, you're good and you're bad. And there's this whole thing on Twitter where certain people, I won't mention names on the free episode, but if you go into my past uh, paywall episodes, a little incentive for you to subscribe for the tea. Uh, there subscribe, is, everyone. <laughs> there, there is like a thing that I hate, which is good person Twitter, which is basically like uh, media people and comedians that are more like, less concerned with comedy and more with um, virtue signaling and virtue in general. Yeah. And being... Um, being good people and and I'm like this is actually like a mental illness that yeah, you're all these comedians that like are so good now like three years ago were saying the most like insane shit they would cancel themselves it's like insane right and it's like Megan Amram who unblocked me recently I don't know how that happened unblocked unblocked because like I would like search her once in a while because like she used to do this thing when like Trump got elected for like, a year mm-hmm. every day she would tweet like this is the day Donald Trump finally became president I'm like fuck you bitch so I tweeted shut up bitch at her <laughs> blocked <clears throat> but i haven't thought about, for some reason she came up in my mind i searched for her twitter and like finally i was unblocked 
Why would she unblock me? Why would that even be well, that even possible? She's in a men's mode. Like she's on a mm-hmm. lifelong apology tour. If you uh-huh. if you go to her Twitter, it's all um amplifying Asian voices. Yeah. Because famously her tweets were like, uh and I don't say this often, but like they were actually racist. <laughs> like I'm usually like, oh, that's a joke, you know. I could, again I could see where they're coming yeah, from. Yeah, you understand uh But I was like, oh the assignment like, and all sides in the argument. I'm like Oh fuck! Like those, <laughs> those are pretty bad, but um. Yeah, it was a lot of retweets I saw. I'm like, okay, well, fundraising. I mean, it's her. It's her journey. Like, I, I'm glad she unblocked you because it's petty to Me block too. people. So glad. But I'm just, I'm interested in kind of people digging a little deeper than, oh, that's a bad person. Like, I hate that because it's like if you can't see the bad in yourself. Uh, you're in for a rude awakening, honey, because mm-hmm, you, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you, I, everybody, that is really the one thing that connects us is that we have, um, nefarious impulses, desires, um, wants, needs, thoughts, yeah. actions. Like we all have that. That's part of being human. And like, if you have this strict divide between, oh, we're on this side and they're on that side, like, um, you know, you, the the real loser is you because if you're not doing the work to like kind of unfurl your own demons, like you're not gonna have a rich life. Yeah, you just build more barriers than you're gonna be. Yeah, because you're you're just alone, an island, closed you, off. Well, you're like, gonna have less connection. Yeah, with with other people, which I think is like a really huge part of life. And if you're just instantly you know, uh, condemning a whole group of people for doing something wrong. I mean, whatever. This is cancel culture 101. Like, I don't want to be a broken record. I know this has been said before, but it, I'm just like... But it hasn't been said by us yet. <laughs> it hasn't been said by us. And so I'm guys, just like... vote blue no matter who is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all this has really been is just um, a pro, pro-Democrat venture. Um... Who has it worse, gay guys or women? That's a topic, and I feel like we were talking about it the other night, but I don't remember about what. Did you... Do you have an opinion, like, either way? Like, off the top of your head? I see all sides of the argument. (laughs) (laughs) But for the sake of ratings... Um... Women? Hard agree. Yeah, I'm gonna go with my my intuition saying women. (laughs) I appreciate that. It also depends on, like, geographical context. Kind of. Okay. A few points I want to make. Being gay is still not that easy in America. People think it is. uh, And now, like, in evolved, like, urban settings, like, the white gays, like, at the most, like, I'm like, yeah, okay, I get it. Like, I don't really, you know, have that much uh, strife in my everyday life. However, when I leave the city, sometimes some places, it's like, uh uh-oh. What do you mean? What happens? Just, like, uh, going to Walmart in my hometown is, I get a look or, like, someone's following me and I'm like, uh-oh. Mm. parking lot. And I'm like, oh, this is actually scarier than New York City. I don't think you really read as a gay guy. To the untrained eye. I, I understand that as well. But no one wears, like, platform Doc Martens in uh, Elmira, New York. You know what I mean? Okay, work. <laughs> so there's just, like, certain, like, things. Or just, like, has, like, a tote bag. 
with their oh, name right. monogrammed on it, you know. Okay. <laughs> There's like certain things like you can tell, you know. I stand corrected. And maybe it's like not even that I'm like a gay guy. It just seems like, oh, he's like an affluent liberal, which is like mm-hmm. basically the same thing. Yeah, like an outsider. Right, an outsider. I'm like, well, like, because I've had people like I've, uh, I'll like go to like a coffee somewhere and they're like, where'd you, where are you from? I'm like, literally here, bitch. Like, I'm here. I'm from here. Uh, like the only coffee place in town. But um, where was I going with this? Uh, women, I think now have it worse because men are so pathetic and they're still doing the same shit they've always been doing, but they can't even like provide a goddamn thing for not women. a damn thing. It's just only been worse and worse. Do you agree? Do you know what I'm talking? You, I mean, yeah, right. I I do know what you're talking about, like. I mean, men really aren't worth shit these days. They're pursuing their creative dreams. I don't want that. And I feel safe saying that because I don't think that my podcast has one straight male subscriber. Like, not even one. I don't think mine does either. I don't know if one straight male, um, cis straight male will ever hear this. So I'm good with talking about it. But yeah, it's like, um, to, I also think a huge part of it is, dating apps like I think that that's Mm. really taken us down a notch a serious notch in terms of just having to work for companionship like they don't have to anymore they can kind of get get off uh scot-free with casual sex stuff and women not as much even if they say they can like I no one I know is really um, coming out unscathed of those situations, even though they go into it being like Correct. empowered. And I think that's just, uh, that's, that's just taken everything down in this way of, um, you know, the sexual d- dynamics have never been more painful mm. <laughs> on a fucking global scale, maybe than now, because, they don't have to do anything. You know, they don't have to provide. They don't have to prove themselves. Um, they're working with a culture that uh, is, you know, forcing this idea down women's throats of, like, like a new sexual revolution with these with apps. And it's not true. No. It's, like, not true for us. It's if, fake and random. But it it's <laughs> fake and random, but, like, we're, we're, like, buckling down and doing it because it's the only thing available. Yeah. And it's just, it's just hurtful to everyone. I mean, I mean, I think it's hurtful to men too, mm. but they don't have to reckon with it like we do. Like, yeah. sorry to be so binary, but I just feel that way. Yeah. Whereas gay guys, uh, it's, it's ingrained in the culture to have sexual experiences that may or may not be fulfilling and may or not be traumatizing. I don't know. I'm not a gay guy, but like, it does seem like they have an easier time with it. I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but it does. It does seem like that. Uh, that's interesting. So I joined Match.com recently to try to do, have like an antidote to like the um, like grinder scruff, like the, the apps on the phone. Match.com is like a web thing. It's a it's a it's a desktop experience, oh, yeah. which I love. A desktop experience. Same, I love. I being, like being on the computer. I like feeling like, I like a being secretary. On the, I feel so cute on the computer, don't you? Like my little laptop, like oh, click clacking yeah. away. Exactly. 2015 MacBook Pro. Yes. Still going very strong. Knocking on wood here. Um, Sponsor but us. these men are not hot at all, and it's like okay, cool. But then like 
Ugh, what am I getting at? Okay, so, like, yeah, it is, uh, there is still, like, this, like, pressure or, like, expectancy to be, like, really hot, really open-minded, really, like, drug-fueled and, like, really just, like, trying to fuck all the time. Like, down for whatever. Yeah, but that's always been there, and I'm, like, I kind of just wish I was that person, but also, like, I actually kind of was, like, for my entire 20s. Mm-hmm. Kind of been there, done that, and I'm Weren't now I'm kind of, like, waiting for, like past crushes to kind of get out of that spell and like like oh maybe dan was like funny and i'd like to hang out with him but then it's like eh, you're still going to ketamine orgies and um i love this car alarm outside right now yeah it's I like mean, shut it's... up shut up you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely contributing to the vibe yeah but yeah like you okay. want you want you want somebody <laughs> to appreciate you for who you are and that's that's hard to find in the, yeah. in the gay community. But is match different? It's different in the sense that it's like, I can't even believe these people exist and they're so fugly and they're so old. And I like old guys. Older. So I need to get specific. What's the problem with these guys? They're like... Because uh, I'm about to call you in about, okay. about your own openness towards these, uh, these uh, unsavory people. So there's like, you know, what you think like an average looking gay guy is and an average looking like straight guy is at a certain age... The guys in this app are uh, at the straight level, but even, like, actually a little less. Like, they're random. Like, so schlubby or bad style? Yeah. Ugly. Ugly. (laughs) They're ugly. (laughs) Not on the inside. And, like, I was telling you the night when we met up, I, like, I've... Right before the pandemic, the whole world changed. I was on a tear of just like every schlubby guy in the neighborhood. I was like, "Oh, I'll have a night with you." You're like work. Why not? And did you like any of them? Like, did any of them in real life um, make you more attracted because their confidence or their personality? I really or... didn't know them that well. You didn't really see that stuff. But I'm open to that kind of thing, you know. But uh, Match.com, it's like everyone's like six miles away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In New York, that's like truly. Oh yeah, you're not doing that. Like an hour and a half. It's like crazy. So I'm not having luck on Match.com. I'm not having luck on Raya either because it's like the opposite. It's like fashion production assistants who like somehow got on the app because they like were followed by like their celebrity clients. Right. And I'm like, oh, what? Well, I'm just gonna prescribe something to you quickly. Well, Butrin. <laughs> Besides that. Is, um, if I were you, I would go on some non-sexual dates with some of these guys that seem unattractive to you on the app. You have nothing to lose. You know, it's an hour of your time. It's an experiment. You don't know that. You don't know if they're like... Should I show you Match.com? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, like, let's look at this guy. He's never married. He's 5'3". There okay, he is. Okay, I... Okay. We're gonna skip? <laughs> okay, let's look at him. He's perfect. He's 49. 5'5", five, five, lives in the Hartsdale, New York. Never heard of that. We're gonna skip. This guy. This is what I'm saying, Dan. He was... You skipped over before even reading. He was looking for a long-term relationship. They all are. So what would be the harm in going How is on? this guy younger than me? 32? That guy looks literally 80. (laughs) Skip. 
I nope. Skip. I think you're being a little hard on these people. What would it? What would? Well, this is what I do. Skipping. I go out with these people. I do. I did. I'm gonna hit like on this guy. (laughs) (laughs) The cat agrees. Um. Oh, we've done another 48 minutes. Do we have any other topics? Oh, um, we could just do the um, the music list and then be done. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good compact one. Okay, so Billboard magazine. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have, like, heard of that. <laughs> Didn't know it was a brick and mortar magazine anymore. But is Billboard's whole thing, they are, like, a data-driven, like, statistics, like, their whole thing is, like, their lists are, like, based on... Like album sales and like I think so, yeah. streams. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. So they recently just released the um, top ten greatest of all time artists, which I think that title, like, if it's based on like data and like sales, like greatest of all time is a little dramatic and unfair or it sounds you know we didn't always have the capabilities to trace that so of all time is a little of all time is misleading so they give a top 10 list should i go from one to ten or ten to one ten to one let's build it up okay number 10 is rihanna (laughs) i love her new album that just came out didn't know she put one out she did it's been six years okay Um, (laughs) And I did get into an argument at a, a party a, a little while ago with a kind of like GHB ketamine gays. Uh, like Mariah's, this was actually maybe a year and a half ago. Mariah Carey's audiobook had just come out. And I was like, Mariah Carey's the best artist of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, a true artist. And like, um, actually, no, Rihanna is. And I was like, okay, well, let me just like destroy you. She's. I'm really glad you did that. Really just selling underwear. And uh, if she was a real artist, an album would have come out in the last five fucking years. If you have shit to say, you don't let your these years pass you by. She's like what, like twenty. Well, these are like the golden age. This is like the golden age of you're young. You're why are you taking? And break? she's had experiences like you should be active and writing an album. Anyways, I was shunned and I, I still feel the the ramifications from this altercation to this day. <laughs> Certain people don't look at me as uh, uh, you know as you know. Part is like ugh. Because I had to say what I'd say. Well, you were right. And I mean, and um, intimidating. Number nine, Whitney Houston. Wish she was higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she deserves to be on this list for sure. Yeah, definitely. Nine? Eh. I guess it's great she's on the list, but well, there's to me, a lot of... she's an angel sent from heaven. It's a lot of artists in these fields, so... <laughs> Let's just remember. There's so many artists in these fields. <laughs> so many artists in these fields. So I think placing it all, I'm not mad at it. Like, I won't harangue them about the placement. She's there. I'm good. <clears throat> yeah, and like now looking at the list, I'm like, wow, there's some... There's some people that were left out. Okay. Number eight is Michael Jackson. Yeah, he should be there. Sorry, I see all sides. We see all signs. I thought he was like number one. Yeah. He's like Jesus Christ. He, like, he's the most like well known. Well, do you think it's because of the rumors? Well, no, he can't I don't really be know. number one now. I, because 
he really did um, do that stuff. So yeah, I think so too. I yeah, I know I guess, so. Uh, I know he did it. You were there. I might as well have been there, and I'll just say really <laughs> quick, like the reason why I know. I recently rewatched the Leaving Neverland two-part documentary on HBO. I followed both of the boys, mm-hmm. and I did have some engagement with them. I was like, Whoa. I believe you. Uh, I just rewatched. I believe you. Love you. Support you. And he was like, he liked the comments. So. But oh, okay. I, I remembered why I was... And I have, like, well, what about Namble? You think they're fine? I don't think they're fine. <laughs> I, I never said they were fine. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> what see he, where they're coming from. He was not Sherpaing them in a healthy way. They were traumatized by agreed, it. Agreed, agreed, agreed. With, with my Nambla stuff, it's like, if they weren't <laughs> traumatized, you know, I know people that weren't traumatized, and I'm just saying there's room for that. Because yeah. their experience is also as valid as the Michael Jackson victims, and they were victims, point blank, period. But what convinced me in that documentary is randomly the food truck scene. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. It's so L.A., it's, it's so LA. Yeah, so you know. The food trucks uh, resonated with me because basically, like, no uh, spoiler alert, but uh, so this is going on for a long time with these boys, with Michael Jackson, and they, like, they they testified on trial that he didn't do it and all this stuff, and, like, they kept it in, and then, like, there's this scene with one of the guys where he's, like, I was at a food truck event with my extended family and my wife, and Michael Jackson had just died. And they were like in line for like sloppy joes or whatever the fuck at this lobster rolls. Um, like fusion, like <laughs> egg roll lobster rolls or whatever at this place. And his uncle or something was like, that's crazy that MJ died. Like, that's so crazy that like people say that he did that shit still. And the, and um, the victim said, well, he actually did. And then described that reverberating through the whole family at the food truck experience of just like, wait, what? And then he was just like, yeah, he did it. Like, with he admitted it in this, like, really casual, weird, random situation. And I'm like, bitch, if you made that up and all your family can testify that that's when you said it and you broke down and told them, you deserve a fucking ego. You should be an EGOT. That's like... If you're lying and you can remember that detail and that's when you said it and they all back that, mm. that's true. <clears throat> yeah. That's fucking true. Like, you would not say that at a food truck. <laughs> <laughs> For me, there's, like, harrowing images of, like, this weird, there's, like, a music studio with, like, a kind of lofted area with, like, a bed, with, like, a windows above, like, something in his house or, like, the, the, um, the what's that like whole uh is that like the not playground but the whole like the whole like uh play area no like the the whole like <laughs> what's it called the whole like compound mm-hmm. uh, neverland neverland yes thank you there's a room with like a bed and I'm like that is not right no he that did. is not right there were lots of secret rooms there that was bed in that room that was like above like the studio I was like that is to me that's the evidence I need to see. Beyond, like, the, the testimonies of these, like, men who were boys at the time, I was like, that room is not appropriate for any, any reason. Exactly. Besides that, you know? And that happened. And then, you know, my final word on it is, 
if they were trying to get money, just the nuance of there's, they dated him, you know, like they admitted in that documentary that they loved him back and they were in love with him and they dated him. If they were trying to get money, they wouldn't fucking say that part of it. They would be like, it was gross the whole time and I hated it. Why would they bring their own Mm -hmm. shit into it? Like they wouldn't want to fucking like, um, defile their own. They wouldn't want to like place themselves in that way. I need to rewatch those. Fucking good, dude. Yeah. Number seven, Janet Jackson. <laughs> Placed above Michael. Janet Jackson, number seven. Well, I'm glad she's there. Love her. Love. Great. That works for me. Number six, Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah, of course. He's had some good songs. That works for me. He's blind, had... blind man. <laughs> he said some good songs. <laughs> Definitely. Number five, Mariah Carey, my favorite artist of all time. Agree. Not the only reason why rap has been mainstreamed or hip-hop, but she really fucking tore it. She is also just uh, a very weird person. Okay. And writes songs in a very strange way that no one else does. She's a strange... She's a true eccentric. Do you know the Bleak Soup tweet? Yes. That's when she had fucking me. <laughs> she tweeted, if, for those of you who don't know. Um, ooh, this was like 10 years ago. Too. It was like 10 years ago, tweeted, well, it's time for another bleak soup. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're the same. And it's so weird because like, people like criticize her for being like a diva <laughs> and like wearing all these like <laughs> outfits. I'm like, no, she's like, Literally, like, Grimes level. She's Grimes. Like, weird. Punk. But just as, like, I'm not going to be a gross bitch. I'm going to be, like, hot and, She's like, like, beautiful. I'm not going to be a gross bitch who's, like, making a riverboat and sailing <laughs> sailing <laughs> through the country and not even being able to complete it. And it's full of chickens. Like, I'm just going to be glam, but, but be the same as that. Yeah. She is that. She's crust. <laughs> Number four is Elvis Presley. Um, don't really know any of his songs. <laughs> Not familiar. I couldn't name a single Elvis Presley song. Can you? Oh yeah, I I have a couple that I like. I like Suspicious Minds. You're not familiar. I don't know a single one. Yeah, you do. Um, I'm not trying to. Be, I can't name one. I would. Blue recognize. suede shoes. Sure. Jailhouse Rock. These sound like other people's songs. They probably are. Oh, that's the whole thing. That's right? the You're whole like, thing. That's what oh, he's Bravo. Yeah, but people like him. He's like uh, a Harry Styles now. I don't know what, what is. He's the Harry Styles on? of the fifties yeah, for sure. What's going on with that? He was not exactly gender flu flu, but if he were here now, he would be totally. He'd be in a prom dress, overdosing on a toilet. Um, number three, Elton John. Thumbs down. Never really. I don't like this one Damn. at all. I don't I think he should place over Michael Jackson. I don't think that's he great. Or Whitney Houston. Or Mariah even. Like. Oh well, yeah. But actually, again, to bring back, I could see all sides. Like he's a really good songwriter. Uh, yeah. Actually, like he deserves to be there. Okay, I. Rocket Man does bring a tear to my eye. So many tiny dancer. Oh, that's the one I was actually thinking of. Tiny dancer. I mean, fuck. God damn. Why is the dancer so small? <laughs> That's sad. That's sad? <laughs> it was in like a trailer for something else and I was just like crying. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, wait, this is just like 
the song that I like. <laughs> I just never heard of like anyone being Why compassionate so about her being small. She had a song written about her for Christ's sake. She's fine. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> Number two is Madonna. Yeah. Agree. Agree. Totally fine with that. But who the fuck is number one? The Beatles? It's the Beatles. All right. I mean, no. <laughs> they weren't good. Have you? I started watching that fucking nine-hour documentary. Is it nine? It's, well, no, actually, it's six. Well, it's like three parts, and they're like two. No, actually, it might be. It's like 150. No, it's like, yeah, it's nine hours long. So I just, I, I put it on. It was in the background. It's like beautiful footage. It's like in film. The colors are beautiful. They're getting ready for some like perform. They need to like record an album like 12 days before like Paul films some like movie with some guys producing. They give them like a, a film stage next to the movie. And it's like them. So I've only seen part one and part three. But it's like uh, them trying to basically write an entire album in 12 days. Mm-hmm. And you, I mean, I wasn't paying attention constantly, but I feel like if you're a true Beatles fan, this is like the most incredible thing. Michael, or the guy, the the fat dude from Lord of the Rings, like directed it or found the footage. Mm. Is that Michael Bay? No, it's someone else. Uh, it's not Michael Bay. Is it Jerry Bruckheimer? Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you're talking about dudes that like blow shit up in the movie. Yeah, not him. It's the Lord of the Rings guy, I think. I have no idea. But yeah, it was interesting, and you know, I think I'll probably again background kind of just like you know check in once in a while. But I did see a clip on Twitter today. It's like it's the moment where like uh, that Paul McCartney when... <laughs> that feeling when you write <laughs> "Get Back," <laughs> but it's like they're kind of just like and Ringo Starr's so hot in this era. He's like so cute. They're all like twenty seven. They look, I like, love this older song "Get Back." Us. I have to. So say. it's like they're just kind of like jamming, <laughs> you know, jamming and like. Paul, like, eventually just, like, literally writes the song Get Back in, like, live time. You, there's oh my footage God. of it. It's insane. That's incredible. I, I love that song, actually. You might like this this tweet, then, but maybe not the whole band and their whole, uh... Well, I'm also being a hater because I'm, like, trying to have an opinion, but, like, the Beatles are actually fine. I just... There's so many... There's so many artists that I think deserve to be more known, you know? Like, um, just... Oh. Sorry, how are the Rolling Stones on this list? Didn't they sell like a shitload of... I was going to say, I, I like them better than the Beatles. James the... Brown's on this? <sighs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Weird. Maybe top 25. I mean, I would say Tom Petty should be in this. Oh my god, so Mickey Blanco uh-huh. tweeted a few months ago that Tom Petty... if you <laughs> Mickey Blanco tweeted, if you listen, Tom Petty's actually rapping... <laughs> And I was like, that's crazy. But then I like, then I thought of the song Learning to Fly. Oh, yeah. Learning to Fly. It's like the way he writes. It's like, I don't know, like poetry structure or shit like that. But I'm like, he is kind of rapping. (laughs) Or it just seems like uh, the way, then I like listen to it differently. Like the way he's like delivering, it's like, is actually kind of like, it's not like singing. It's like delivering yeah, lines he's to quote Alyssa edwards he's not a singer <laughs> he's not an actor he's a dancer <laughs> but i cannot believe you brought this up and i know that if there's any <clears throat> listeners like bless your hearts but this insane thing that's 
weirdly related happened on the way to the airport when my dad was driving me. I have this thing where like, whenever I get my dad's car, I swear to God, only commercials play. Like, and it really triggers me because, you know, it's my dad, like we're trying to talk and it's always just like an ad. And I'm like, he won't turn it down. And I'm trying to practice like not trying to control him. So I just don't tell him to turn it down. (laughs) But then I'm like, battling with the advertisements and I was like we went to the airport I get in it's commercials the drive to the airport is like 20 minutes Mm, we're at minute 17 there has not been a song (laughs) and I'm like this isn't humanly possible this is just the radio like they can't play ads for 17 minutes and I was like okay I'm getting heated like I wish he would turn it down but I'm not gonna tell him because then that's gonna make us fight right and not fight, but I just, I don't want to, like, give that energy of, like, telling him what to do in his car. Like, it's fine. He doesn't notice that it's distracting. I guess I'm just going to grin and bear it. We have, th- you know, three to seven more minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I know how I can diffuse this. I'll just bring it up. And I was like, Dad, are you aware that your car only plays commercials? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, what? No, it doesn't. It plays songs. And I was like, it doesn't play songs when I'm in here. I just want to let you know, like, I've never heard music in this car. <laughs> and it's super distracting. And, you know, you don't turn it down. And it's fucking fine. <laughs> but, like, there will not be music in this car while I'm in here. And he was just like, uh, yeah, there will be. Like, they're about to come back on. I'm like, okay. And then the, the radio, like, whatever, call letters are said. And I'm like, okay. And they play a song. You're too young to know this, but it's it's uh, ZZ Top LaGrange. And my dad's like, see, they're playing music. And I'm like, this song is talking. He's literally just like, and uh, then I went to this place or whatever. I'm like, this is a rap <laughs> song, dad. There's, it's still just talking. <laughs> and he goes, wait, you're right. It's not music. And I go, dad, I guarantee you the next song somehow on this classic rock station is going to be one of two songs. Blondie's Rapture or Aerosmith Walk This Way. And he's like, dude, those, yeah, that would be crazy. <laughs> I am not fucking with you. Aerosmith walks, Walk yeah. This Way comes on. The vindication I'm you've been looking for your whole life. Not, I was, it was just like, <laughs> I was like, dead. Like, your car doesn't play music. And then I got out and I never heard a song. It was easily a 23 minute ride. That's actually a pretty quick trip to the airport. It was Burbank, but like, Hmm. that's the moments where I'm like, something bigger is at work here. Yeah. Because that was so crazy. Like, I was screaming. I was like, Dad, this is the craziest (laughs) moment of my life. What are the odds of them playing a rap song? Like, when I just said that. And he was like, dude, this is trippy. I can't believe it. And, um, Do you have a truck? Is it a truck? Fuck yeah. I I just imagine a truck. (laughs) Yeah, he does. He has, like, multiple trucks. Yeah, well, I have an intuition with these things. Cars. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a man with trucks and tats. Oh, Lord. Okay, we've... Okay, our second part is an hour and eight minutes right now, so, like, I think we tr- we just, like, have to... It's a, we've done a two... We've done a two-hour set. I know. It's gone by really quick. I think everyone that's still listening... So much. And if you're still here, if you would leave a comment, like, I would really appreciate knowing that anyone made it this far. I've had a blast, but, you know, I'm feeling my oats right now. I don't care about you. And I'm, <laughs> I mean, I do if you're still here, but what I'm saying is it's been very fun. 
and it hasn't felt like a job or it work. It hasn't at all. It hasn't whatsoever. at all. And I would really appreciate if you guys subscribe to Bimbo Summit on Patreon. And I would really appreciate if you subscribe to Dial Dan, uh, my sister podcast, and a huge source of inspiration for my um, Literally willingness likewise, to be seen. I feel like I learn every time I listen. I'm like, oh, I need. I'm. Ta- I'm just like not taking like literal notes. But I'm like, oh, I need to tell stories um, a little differently, or like a, just like. <laughs> Well, I, I rush. I'm very impatient. I, I have just um, recently. Um, it's a New York, New York and LA thing too. It's New York and LA, and yeah. I, I'm I've been uh, reckoning in therapy that I'm a storyteller. <laughs> like I've been reckoning with that because it's like, I guess that's what I'm here to do, and I. But like you find your calling, it. yeah. But it doesn't have great associations. But if you want to hear great stories, <laughs> your stories are fucking insane and so funny and like layered and you, you twist and you twine and there's so many it's it's personal so and it's much. not and it is and it's it's grand and it's minute and it seems so intuitive and easy for you to do it i'm like how is she doing this how does heather do this i'm truly in awe of like every episode you put out i'm like fucking christ like i why uh why can't i do that here i'm just like uh, let's read the list of like the billboard oh dan it's not like that your podcast is Iconic. Well, we're going to wrap it up. New York is greater than LA. We've settled that. Mm-hmm, that's done. And um, um, maybe we'll go get a, a chopped cheese or something. We're going to go get a chopped cheese right now. So buckle up for part two. Just kidding. Just kidding. I won't threaten you with that. Love all you all. Right. Subscribe. Love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. And bye.